Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. Kelly, as, as you can see, we got uh, Frank Percy in with us again. Above, Mr. Percy. Yeah, above he's up. he's above you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't I don't mean metaphorically. I mean physically in the in the. Oh, screen. I do. You're on the bottom. <laughs> People don't fear the Reapers. Yes. Or do the winds or the rains. Commander Shepard was able to beat those Reapers back because he had plenty of cowbell, baby. The Reapers hate cowbell. And we're now live. We start off podcast number 200 in the Purge On the road to 200. Wallhangers Media Network. This, of course, is the Triforce Podcast, of course. I am one Matthew Bucarill, the Matman, and in the Projanger box, we have Christopher Bristow, the old man. We have Katarina Thermoscara, Wondercat. Hello. We also have the ver- our very special guest. We have Frank Percy. And, of course, if you don't know, now you know, Frank Percy... <laughs> was originally on podcast number 91. We talked to him back then. Chris and I were talking. We said, look, man, we got 200 coming up. We got to do something big. And what did we do? We got the formal Marvel anchor himself. The man has done. Go to the uh, link I have up here, and we'll see the two top accreditations, which we have confirmed are absolutely true. That's why we covered the other one. Yeah, that's why we covered the other one. The <laughs> Projanger box is covering the one that's not confirmed. Iron Man, we don't know. Maybe. Maybe no, he no. didn't do it. No, I can guarantee say I didn't do Iron Man. Okay, so they got, the, they got one wrong in the Marvel database. But the main one here is... Punisher War Journals. Frank is was the anchor for Punisher War Journals, and, it, it, and looking through it all, fantastic run. And obviously, the rights have lapsed on Punisher, and we are now having the opportunity to see him in the MCU in the future. So we may see more of your comic work in the future, as well as Wolverine. And then go to the second link here. We have a better look at Punisher, not Lug Nuts. That's a different show. Punisher, Volume 174, and click on the uh, cover art there. We have the classic-looking cover that you did here for uh, Punisher, where you have this, you know, he has his back turned, looking like he's about to just go murk somebody, looking like a real hardcore, you know, issue here. So I'm going to be de- I'm gonna be scouring Comixology for this just because... It's Frank Percy. We've had him on the podcast. You got to go watch it. All right. <laughs> so we have uh, also, if you go to the main, uh, uh, the third one, <clears throat> this is a different one we started talking about in the end credit podcast, which will pop up on the YouTube uh, episode for this number 200, which is uh, Sleepwalker. And you did the cover art for this. Yes. And completely amazing work, I must say, because when you're looking at the, you know, all the, all the just intricate detail that goes into covers, even back then, because printing wasn't what it was. Too nice, I tell you. They're nice. Just speaking truth, sir. Absolutely, man, because not everybody can do this. You know, I can... I can't draw my way out of a paper bag. I mean, the bottom of the bag may look nice, but the rest of it would be garbage. So you got to give credit to where credit's due. I worked with him at the deli. I've seen him try. 
I thought when you said I've seen him work, at, I thought you were talking about Frank. I was like, y'all work together at a deli? <laughs> Frank, Frank, old man has been working at delis for a long time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's that slicer coming, Matt? No, go. it's still dirty. <laughs> God, he loves to bring up that slicer. But the other thing I wanted to bring up, Frank, which was last time we had you on, you were working on uh, Carbine the Hunter or Car. Uh, Caribe. There the it hunter. is. Caribe, Caribe the, hunter. the Hunter. Yes. How is that, that going? That's Frank's own, my own written story and my own artwork for that. So, that's uh, yeah, it's still being, it's still being done. That's so. dope. That's Excellent. exciting. I, I yeah, can't wait. Um, it's, uh, the word Caribe is the indigenous people of the Caribbean where we get the word Caribbean from. It was a tribe of native people. Excellent. I mean, I really like the premise of it. And I saw some of the stuff, uh, like, uh, the, it was like page two that you posted up on. It was, I forget what the site was, but you posted up some artwork and it is out there and all your artwork is phenomenal. Even the cover stuff that you, that you do that I saw in the store and you know, all the stuff I see online, you're a very talented artist and you've always supported the podcast. So we got to have you on in this fashion in 2021. (laughs) What's your favorite medium to work with? Are you like, are you digital or do you prefer like uh, traditional pen and ink? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I tried digital and um, good Lord. Let's, that was a, a nightmare. Is yeah. it a lot like trying to draw with a bar of soap? <laughs> That's what it looks you know, like. I never thought of it that way, but that is very close. Yeah. <laughs> Because the mouse is about the size. That is size. so specific. So <laughs> That's really good. Did you hear that analogy at the place of your employment there? Big no, brother? I heard it on. At the deli? Uh, an artist on Star Citizen brought it up. There you stole go. Stole it. Yeah, he stole it. But that is a really good metaphor. I, I, you shouldn't have just. I will say. I will say. Um, I will have You're to make screw. a T-shirt out of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be in the store. It's going to be that's Frank with a bar of soap drawing on yeah. the paper. Y'all are hilarious. Almost like that classic of you know, artist at the at the board. Bar of soap. Turn back and look. You know. That co- <laughs> Frank, do you do the convention circuit at all? Um, I did. This year was a complete bust because of, yeah. you know, COVID. Yeah. But um, I started um, really late um, 2018 and all of 19. Um, I just gotten kind of back into it. I haven't been on a convention since 94, 95. Man, are you talking to the right woman then? <laughs> Go ahead, spill a cat. No, 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 not no, we have stories to tell, but I will be talking to you later, sir. <laughs> yes. Cat is very big in the con community and, you know, I would not say that at all. <laughs> but I am fanatic. in the con community and but we have a list of articles, don't we? Yeah, we do eventually, but and this is going to take a long time for me and Frank to talk. So, <laughs> okay, we'll yeah, skip that. Change numbers. There you go. Yeah, we'll skip that portion. But of course, we don't come here for that. We want you to <laughs> pop over here to pjandwh dot com. We're going to find the funniest moments from this podcast as well as every podcast, like last week's lug nuts, cyberpunk Lancia, McLaren copy machine, as <laughs> as well as last week named that brothers. 
uh, last week's Triforce podcast, Hardcore Batman Super Knitting League. Yes. And, of course, we start off the podcast every week the same way. Tonight, an invincible trailer. Tom Holland does it again. Bioware's canceled anthem. World's largest PlayStation 5 and more on the Triforce podcast. So we hop on over here to the first story, which is a bit of good news for some because Avatar, the last airbender's creators, are making another movie. They're also making their own studio. So the popular, uh, the popularity of Avatar, the last airbender uh, world, has Arguably never been higher, uh, though the net, uh, the show's arrival on Netflix in 2020 saw it climb to the top of the streamer service charts. This was uh, great for Netflix as they're developing the live-action adaptation of the show. Even the original creators, Michael DiMartino and Brian uh, Konanzeko, uh, left the project due to creative differences. There hasn't been much news on that front uh, since then. But now the franchise ex- is expanding in a big way. During Viacom CBS's virtual presentation for upcoming streaming service Paramount Plus, it was announced the, uh, that a new Avatar: The Last Airbender animated movie is being developed. The movie comes from the newly launched Avatar Studios, which is a division of Nickelodeon designed to create more content in the popular world. DiMartino and Konizeko are co-chief creative officers and will oversee the development of the animated Last Airbender movie. There are plenty of unknown details about this movie as of yet, but it will it is confirmed to be the first project from the two original creators under Avatar Studios. The plot details have not been revealed, but that won't stop production from moving forward. Apparently, you don't have to know what you're gonna what you're you know gonna go with the do with the story. <laughs> but I'm a huge Avatar: The Last Airbender fan. The original show lasted three seasons. We got the real shitty live action at, uh, anime adaptation, and then now we're getting the uh, you know the new lot of adaptation. Legend of Korra wasn't bad. Hated how it ended. Yeah, agreed. You know. Agreed. So, what do you do with this? I say, you go back, I go back to other avatars. Thing. You know, you don't have to go to the first one. You can go to like some Just of them. Pick in the any of them. You have a thousand. You know, I mean, pick someone cool. <clears throat> a movie. You could go uh, a lot of different places with that. With a single avatar story, movie wise, it's been very hard to capture that full kind of avatar life cycle in a story. Which bender would you like to see as the main character? Mm, what nation? The robot? Yeah. Bender, the robot. I'd like to see him. Not Ender, Bender. Oh, he meant oh, from Futurama? Ben, bender from Futurama. I'm going to have a I'd beer. Like <laughs> you know what? That's the kind of bender I Fair. would hope to be. Sitting there, kill, killing yinglings, bending steel. <laughs> Is it really bending if you're using your fist to crush it or your forehead? Bending. For that matter. Hey, at the end of the day, it's bent. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Job's fair. done. I'll accept that. Bender, my fisto killing yinglings. Mm-hmm. That sounds oh, like oh. a cheat code. My fisto has carried on. 
<laughs> if that's the legacy you want. Um, I don't. That's not the legacy I wanted, but I guess it's the legacy I'm stuck with. <laughs> Lean into it. Um, but <laughs> to answer your question, I would love to see uh, an earthbender just because. Me we, too. We haven't really gotten that. We we saw the fire. We saw the uh, the water. We saw the air. We haven't really seen an earthbender and their travels. You know, it's like Whether I it almost Kyoto want like a tope story, but you can't do a tope story because she's already done her story. Yeah. And I don't want them to take her and rehash it. But she was such a great character. I would almost I would love just love see... a separate. I would love to see story. like the, the like a side story with her, like after she and like after Avatar Aang, all the way up to when she became the police. Yeah, you know, and formed the, the school City. and all that, and yeah. Okay, I mean, pitch that. I mean, they're already expanding <laughs> with comics in that front too. The last uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender comic series has been going strong. Um, I'm not sure they did anything recent. Uh, no, they did do a couple books recently, but they're still expanding on that. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of lore in there for them to even just go in through Ang and the rest of his life and what we haven't seen, and that's what they're expanding in in a lot of the comics. So you can really go full force into this and really get uh, the original creators get a lot of really good content out there. And you know, the movie is not just going to be streamed on Paramount Plus. This is going to everybody. So this is not this and is not. These are be the same original. people that are still doing the Dragon Prince as well. Yes, and that is a great animated show. That is fantastic. Love all those, but I like they have a good combination of comedy and action and heartfelt story. And yeah, we were missing that in some later iterations. So let's hope they focus on the good stuff. A lot of people consider the Last Airbender an anime. For all intent and purposes, it is. But most anime are just, it, you have to be made in Japan to be considered an anime. If not, you're a fucking cartoon. So, What's wrong with cartoons? You know, I'm, wondering what, I'm wondering what Frank's opinion is on that. Frank made a face, so yeah, let's cut to Frank. <laughs> What's wrong with cartoons? I mean, like, really? You know? I mean, I'm still watching cartoons myself and CGI shows. I don't, I don't go ba- do that bias of CGI, whether it be regular well, animated stuff like Marvel, DC. I was watching Be- uh, Beware the Batman, which is a great CGI show. And it has uh, the, the UPS driver from... Uh, um, uh, the UPS Not driver from uh, Hugh, uh, the Drew Carey show who pl- voiced Batman a couple times. Oh, that tall dude. Oswald or the, the Oswald, tall? old man. What's his name? He's got that. We did this the other week because he's got a very unique name, and we can't ever right. like hold Kelly's on to here. that. Kelly, we're talking about. The Drew Carey show again. What was what was the guy's name? Who was Ryan Batman? Styles, the tall one? No, the not Ryan Styles. The guy who played Oswald. It's a very unique name. Once you see it, you will know. Dietrich Bader. There That's you it. Go. Yes, Dietrich Bader. Thank God. Wow. Hello, everyone. Hey, that was like. Hey, honey. Teeth. Our Iron Kelly, Twitchy Wilson. I thought that was in. coming out of your nose for a second. I was like, he really did that. <laughs> <laughs> And Kelly, well, I guess we got to up the ante. <laughs> Kelly, as, as you can see, we got uh, Frank Percy in with us again. Above you, Mr. Percy. Yeah, What's he's up? he's above you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't I don't mean metaphorically. I mean physically in this in this. Oh, group. I do. You're on the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. So. Yeah. 
We were just talking the story. Avatar, The Last Airbender. They're getting a new movie. The original creators are forming their own studio as a subsidiary to Nickelodeon. Katarina posed the question of what bender do you want? What nation bender do you want in this new, new, new? I picked Bender the Robot. <laughs> I don't think I That's still a strong choice for me. That's still a strong choice. He technically bends. I will admit, I didn't watch the show, so... And I didn't watch um, your bender, so even. Right. Oh, is that a shot? Yeah. No. A bit. Okay. <laughs> Shots fine. The air nomad. No, he said he didn't see that, and I'm saying I didn't see that. Now, do you That's want a fun. different air nomad, or do you want them to just continue Ang's story? Continue. Okay. It's a good story. It I is? would want to see the forming, the original forming of the nations. And the creation of, like, the yeah. a, a good creation of the Avatar. Well, I mean, the Ooh. nations themselves were originally on the backs of giant turtles. I love that you felt like you needed to specify a good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the turtles <laughs> yes. thing? Yes, had to be good. Good. Turtle power, man. You're not a Ninja Turtles fan. I get it. I get Last it. Last running, bitch. Which is, I hear that comic line is going really fucking great with Michelangelo. I know. I've really got to read that. Another thing. I like I, it. it looks kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, because he's the he's the only Ninja Turtle that really makes sense to be the last one. Like everybody else. Yeah, he kind of looked down on, on Michelangelo. Like he wasn't smart like Donatello. He wasn't, you know, a leader like Leonardo. He wasn't even a Billy Badass like Raphael. He was the guy who was there to party. He was the frat guy. Yeah. The frat guy always wins out. Yeah, he's Burt Kreischer. 122 yeah. and an eighth. 122 and an eighth. Great. How do I get to 122 and an eighth? You're standing on it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> A wise man says never pay. It took me way too long to make that correlation in my mind, and it's, it's been a long day, guys. wonder where he's going with <laughs> But now I can picture it. Now I can picture it so clearly in my head. Wise man said... Forgiveness is the vibe, but with, never pay full price for late pizza. With my favorite, April and Casey. Yes. Yes. J-Boy McNeil joining in the chat as well as Mark Gervais. He was here for a moment. Yeah. He was caught up in a moment. My twin. Yes. <laughs> the genetic uh, mutation that is those two. But another <laughs> mutation is happening, which is a development in Robert Kirkman's career, which is... His baby, Invincible, drops a f trailer for us here. And before he was uh, internationally known as the creator of The Walking Dead and the television series based on it, Robert Kirkman was comics. Just that. Just comics. Uh, image kid, real deep down into it. And uh, he has no been known for writing uh, the writing behind Invincible, the long-running indie superhero epic drawn by artist Corey Walker. In Invincible, Why not late? I loved this. I got all the way up to like volume eleven, and this is one of the best fucking comics I think I've read recently. I loved this. Really? And they wanted you to pay volume. Well, yeah, no, I didn't like, do that. That's enough for me. No, I'm only going to read it if it's on Comixology <laughs> Unlimited. I'm going to tell you that. I mean, besides Frank's stuff, I'll buy that. But everybody else, you got to work for it, man. <laughs> or, you know, sponsorship. Just go and give it to me. Obviously, I'll talk about it. Um, Invincible 
Remember that? Kirkman and Walker took the idea of Superman and ran with it uh, with the story about a teenage son of super-powerful alien superhero growing into his own powers, becoming a superhero himself, and discovering that his alien culture, spoiler for almost 20 years, is not (laughs) such a nice dad as he lets on. No! You don't say. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's very, it's a, a huge betrayal to his, you know, himself and that's a huge fucking moment in the comics oh my god fucking love this show i can't wait for this to drop in march this is going to be one of the best animated shows animated superhero shows of this year i'm just going to call was he being beaten up by a lion or a bear there (sighs) it was uh it's a lot it's a liger okay (laughs) it's a liger (laughs) so got skills Premieres March 26th on Amazon Prime, and it has a stacked cast. Aside from Stephen Yen as Mark Grayson, our teenage protagonist, it has J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man, his old dear old dad, and his superpowered uh, his superpowered dad, Sandra Oh, as Debbie Grayson, his human mom, who is an alcoholic. Eventually, uh, other voice talent shows Mark Hamill, Seth Rogen, Zazie Beats. Walton, Walton Goggins, uh, Jason. Oh. Mm. Man- you can do it. Sound it out. Manzalkis. Hey, there we go. Um, there you go. There you Jason go, Yeah, there you da- go. Dude. There he's go. on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He does this amazing podcast, How Did This Get Made? And he was on something else. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. He still has a And The Good Place. He's great. Zachary Quinto. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, uh, Sequina Martin-Green, Mahershal Ali, Michael Dorn, Ezra Miller, Mr. Chokey, uh, Clancy Brown, John Hamm, and <laughs> DJM Hun- Hounso. Nice to hear Michael Ooh. Richards. Is this is Kelly's work. favorite part great. of the show, by the way, where I sweat trying <laughs> to say names. I'm just over here smiling because I know what's coming. I look up and he's <laughs> grinning from ear to ear. I'm glad you're enjoying well, like, my pain and suffering. Three- I'm excluding Frank from this only because I don't know how often he's been delighted with this, but I'm looking at <laughs> how I'm looking actually at Twitchy spelled. and I'm looking at Chris and I'm and and we're all smiling but differently. <laughs> like I'm like, you can do it. And Twitchy's like, he's not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm flying and Chris the plane. Is like, he's definitely yeah. not gonna do it. But I'm like the smile. The I'm getting it up there. I'm going for the first loop-de-loop, and you find I'm out very, I didn't go high enough, very and I, proud. I crashed right, right into wait, the ground. Just I'm wait proud. Until, just wait until he talks about a Nintendo game or a Sony game where there's <laughs> lots of Asian names, and uh, that's that's when the fun part comes from Anything him. with multiple syllables he has yeah. a problem with. <laughs> Hooked on phonics did not work for me. Did you try it? Yeah, well, uh, back Actually, in the day, not recently. I probably should take another run through recently, see if mom ABD still has the tapes. I thought you did great. <laughs> Thank Mostly. you. What Mostly. Else, what else we got? Well, Dude, it's a bit of a... almost there. <laughs> go everywhere, I guess. Yeah. 60% of the time works 100% of the time. Missed it by that much. Well, one person I hope isn't missing it is this next story because Andy Machete's The Flash adds Sasha Callie as Supergirl. So this is big for uh, this movie, I'll say, because for a good long while there, it seemed like The Flash movie was never going to happen. But not only do we seem uh, seem to be full speed ahead with the 
Andy Machete as director, uh, but the It filmmaker is also making some major additions into the DCEU. In a truly delightful video, Machete That revealed, really was. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Machete revealed that actress Sasha Cali will join the cast as Supergirl, and by the... Uh, and. By revealed, I do mean Callie herself as well. Seriously, there's a video down below of him completely fucking with her, which is yeah. absolutely fantastic. And is it broken up? Yeah. So you can keep the video. You can keep the sound on there. I don't care. But the uh, essentially, he's at, he's pretty much toying with her, and then he's saying like, "Hey, uh, do you know how to fly?" And they're going between Spanish and English. And she's, you know, I imagine saying something like, what, are you fucking kidding me? That's a crazy question. He's like, no. Yes. Can you fly? She's like, no, I can't. Of course I know how to fly. And she's like, no, no, I can't fly. And then he says, do you want to? Yeah, I want to fly. So then he pulls out from the side. "Um, You may need this. And it's a Superman outfit. Well, we're going to make the assumption Supergirl. Supergirl outfit. (laughs) What's the S from the Man of Steel yeah. type? Beautiful. That's what I was going for. But here it is. He pulls out the Supergirl outfit. And Here's then hope outfit. and her reaction was so stinking cute. It is because this is a fan. This is a huge fan. She is. Those are actual tears. She is really crying right now. And then she goes, excuse Better. me, can I have a minute to freak out? Talks to somebody off camera. And you see her mic obviously just cut oh. out. And she just starts going flipping wild. That's the like reaction. I'm tearing up watching this, and I teared yeah. up the first like the joy. Oh yeah, the, the joy in her face. I'm so excited for her. I can't wait to see what she does. It's just a nice wholesome, you know, uh, a nice wholesome. Let's reaction. look at her. That's so sweet. It's so sweet. You know, you can't help but get the feels because you get the sense that this is a this is a true Marvel fan or DC fan. Right? DC. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. She, I was she, might, like, Frank, she but... might like both. She might like both. She goes both ways. That's right. DC and Marvel. We're trying to sell it here. Yeah. See, that's her little freak out, and he's loving it. But such a great, uh, such a great choice for an actress because it's the first uh, Latina or Latinx <laughs> character superhero character. Latina. No, there is no Latin. That's what they put in the article. Not, it's not with Tom Segura. Okay, we can go based off of Tom Segura. It's his fault. Totally le- legitimate reason for me. So he says, I saw more than 400 auditions. Uh, the, the U.S., Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, Colombia, the talent pool <laughs> was truly amazing. And it was very hard to make a decision. But we finally found an actress who was destined to play this role. Callie is relatively unknown in the wider comic book crowd. Most notably, she appeared on the CBS soap opera The Young and the Restless in the role that uh, earned her an outstanding young performer in a drama nomination at the Daytime Emmys. Callie has also co-starred in the YouTube limited series Socially Awkward, so she only has a couple things under her belt. But if we go up to the top here... They have kind of like a, a rendering of how she might look as Supergirl, which I'm sold on that. I also like that they're using someone that you don't know too much about. I, You know, my one of my biggest pet peeves is that they keep recycling the same yeah. actors uh, and giving them all these parts. I'm like, let's try somebody new. And now we do. And I'm I'm really excited to see what she does. 
if she's only done two things and is already being nominated for awards and stuff, she's got she's got something in her back yeah. pocket. There's some kind of talent there. Yeah. Well, did the Bronx, Brooklyn, L.A. and San Diego empty out of all Hispanic women that were looking all over the world for everybody else? I mean, like, hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did we did we did they just. Bypass them. I mean, like, really, we got rid the of that I mean, guy. They're allowed to. Well, stay she's on Young and the Restless. I think that means she's. They were soap opera States, fans. <laughs> they were watching they, their show. Who doesn't love a novella? Novellas, yeah. <laughs> so in DC lore, Supergirl is Kara Zor-El, Superman's cousin from the Doom Planet Krypton. The character made her live-action debut in 1984 Supergirl film, played by Helen Slater. While Melissa Benoist brought the role to life with uh, five seasons of the CW Supergirl, as well as the net, uh, network's various Arrowverse crossovers, Callie's casting marks the first time ever that Supergirl's blue and reds will be worn by a Latina actress. I always liked how Supergirl is older but younger than Superman. Yeah. It was always... And- little wibbly wobbly with that she's well, older she's than technically him, but she's older not. but but she's technically not, not. she was in the phantom zone in one right. iteration and she didn't age she but didn't she's age still... so that's kind of nice. i don't know that's like a pause button you know yeah. the, are but you it's really older because you have this like change of dynamic too where she's the older cousin and now her baby cousin is a full grown adult and she's still you know yeah but she was right. in the phantom teens. zone living wasn't All there a comic that Lex right? Luthor cloned was... her or something? Well, if you're going to clone someone, why not? I want to say that was. Only because that Come sounds on. awesome. Clone them and you have an army of them. Listen, I, I if it wasn't the Perez run, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to see where this Flash movie's going. We got Michael I love Keaton. that jaw drop of Frank. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just... Just Perez? Oh, my goodness. Well, that's the one that I'm the most familiar with. But there was a, a good 10-plus year gap of me not reading anything at all. Is that why I don't have a Lamborghini? Is that it? Is that yeah. it? <laughs> that's it. I don't know if I alone could have been the one to, to Ten pay years. for that. Nope, it's all her fault. All her fault completely. Just blame her, please. <laughs> what did you I say today? I'm sitting here minding my business. <laughs> First, was, I'm attacked by Mark, <laughs> then by Matthew, and now by Frank. Oh. Goodbye, gentlemen. <laughs> good right, day. See you next week. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day, sir. <laughs> so good we'll, day. We'll have to see how oh, this God. is how this That's film. Hilarious. We'll have to see how this film turns out because we have Christina Hudson of Birds of Prey and Bumblebee. Both of which I will say I'm a little bit worried about this movie if she's if she's ready. Bumblebee, it. Bumblebee, and Birds the giant of Prey. robots going to be in there? I don't think that's going to no, work. No, no, no. Those are, those are the movies she wrote. Oh, oh. Those are the movies she. Meanwhile, wrote. Sean yeah. Ennis says America. Of course he does. America, indeed, <laughs> Sean. But Birds of Prey, Cat. You already sure. said you weren't impressed with that movie. I wasn't impressed with it. And then Bumblebee. Me and you did a spoiler alert on that, which I haven't released yet. I probably will, but we weren't impressed with it either. Oh, we watched that? Yeah, we watched it. Clearly, it was forgettable. Obviously, it made a very big impact on Big Brother. (laughs) But that's that's where I I hold my concerns with this. So I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to wait until November fourth, twenty twenty two. But I really hope she increased that 
writing ability from those other movies, maybe learn some, you know, lessons from her mistakes because make it good. With those two films, you kind of get the idea that the person isn't familiar with um, the source material that they're writing. Yeah. Maybe give it a So peruse. let's hope that she's taken know. a lesson from those other two and is doing a little bit more research. And not just the Perez run so that Frank can get a Lamborghini. <laughs> but here's the thing. We're upgrading you to a Tesla there. You sir. look at Marvel and what they did with their talent. They said, you're, Brie Larson, you're playing Captain Marvel. She read the comics. John Barthol, he walked into a comic shop when he found out he was Punisher. He was like, he walked up to the counter with some comics, said, yeah. The guy behind the counter said, no, you're not reading these. You're reading <laughs> these. <laughs> Made him read the right ones. It's that attention to the Even Benadryl Cumberland, same. Yes. Dr. Strange. Walking into a comic shop with his Dr. Strange outfit on. That's what you want. You know, if you're a superhero and you do not walk into a comic shop, you should be flogged in the street. This is your duty as someone who plays a superhero. I don't know about that. Go into comic shops dressed like superheroes. I I don't. I think flogging is a bit. His middle name was Robotus. It could be a bit extreme. (laughs) Flogging is a bit much, there, man. Is it It the right message across? Yeah, yeah, that's it. In the middle of the street, in front of their family, (laughs) all their friends and co-workers. This is what I sound like. I feel like there are two separate storylines happening. (laughs) Are you going to Game of Thrones them and make them walk naked through the street too? Yeah, that's a great idea. I should have said that instead. Shame. (laughs) (laughs) Even throat drops. I gotta tell you, we'd probably have a lot less shitty movies if we did that. Oh, we would. I have no clue. think we'd have a lot less movies, just period. If we did that. Yeah. Would Look, you want to make one? No. It may not be the best strategy. But the ones you did get would be goddamn awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let's gonna hope. Get, I'm going to get flogged and then have to walk naked through the street. This better be good, goddammit. I wouldn't risk it. No. <laughs> I'm not that talented for sure. I don't want involved. My ass ain't ain't that good to look at. So one one story that I would bet on is this next one, is that Angel Manuel Sato is set to direct Blue Beetle movie for the DC Extended Universe. That sounds good. Oh, yeah, man. Blue Beetle movie is coming from Warner Brothers in DC with Angel Manuel Sato, Charm City Kings, to set to direct. Uh, the film will be set, uh, will be DC's first starring Latinx superhero, or Lat <laughs> Latin. I don't want to piss off Big, but we'll call him the first Latin. I, I don't superhero. really care what you call him anymore. The joke is dead. So <laughs> Blue Beetle adds to the extensive docket of the coming DC films and series from Warner Brothers, including James Gunn, not Kevin Gunn, Suicide Squad, Matt Reeves Batman, and the Aquaman and Shazam sequels. I feel like Shazam is like, it's like Slayer. You can't just say it. You have to yell it. Yeah. You know? Shazam. <laughs> it doesn't carry the gravitas. Shazam! Could you imagine, could you imagine if Richard Simmons was saying Shazam? He'd be Sam fabulous. <laughs> I want to have Sam Kinison say Shazam. Oh, ah! There you go. <laughs> That'd be good. I don't do it, 
So Fox Comics created the Blue Beetle character in 1939. Different versions of the character appeared in Fox and Charlton Comics series until DC acquired the character in the early 80s. Since 2006, the Blue Beetle mantle has been worn by Jamie Reyes, a Mexican-American teenager from El Paso, Texas, who fights crime and evil with a suit of ancient alien battle armor, because that is always the answer. Yes. Ancient suit of battle armor. Yeah. If, hmm. if you're in a cave and you see an ancient suit of alien battle armor, what is the first thing you do? You try it on. I mean, if it has the same amount of appendages and shit, if that's like an octopus, you can't put that shit on. Still it was, trying it was glowing, so I decided to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. And now you have melanoma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he also played a minor role in the live-action DC series Smallville, which that show really surprised me because I stopped the watching wasn't it. T- it wasn't terrible. But they, you got Flash, thing. Aquaman, Blue Beetle, you know, uh, Green Arrow. You got all these characters Satana. in that one show. Satana. You got all these people in there. And then with the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover to have, you know, Tom Wellington just come back on as, you know, the Superman that just got rid of his powers. He didn't want to, you know, didn't want to deal with it anymore. And it's, yep, nah, I'm just a farmer. Well, you mean President oh, Luthor? You know, and it's like that was such a nice tie-in to where I kind of feel like I should go back and rewatch that show, just kind of relive it a bit. But now the Jamie Reyes version of Blue Beetle is getting his own standalone film, according to the report from the Wrap. DC and Warner Brothers have hired Angel Manuel Sato to direct the movie. Garth Dunkett Alisar to will write the script. It is an honor to direct Blue Beetle, the first Latin superhero film. I want to sincerely thank everybody at Warner Brothers and DC for trusting me to bring Jamie Reyes to life, and I can't wait to make history together. There's no release date or plot points available for it, but fans will just be as plenty excited without that details for Blue Beetle. We've seen him in animated versions, and now we get to see him in live action. But why were they? Why are they so pushing Blue Beetle so much? They couldn't hold on the Young Titans. It it kind of floundered, but I loved it. But, yeah, you know, why are they pushing that so much, so hard? Yeah. I mean, it's not really a really well-known character. No. It's just but it's but interesting. He, he did have he did have some um so yet the the new audience I will say got introduced to him when they were playing the Injustice video game series, which kind of gave him that well, Injustice that Also, he was in a lot of the animated movies that DC was pushing out. I mean, right. Young Justice he was in. He did yeah. have some minor stuff that they were bringing him more into the light. But, you know, I just kind of saw that as diversification. They just needed, you know, different kinds of people, different kinds of superheroes in that. that yeah, and the new audience is coming into it now, now that they're starting to get to that eight, 18 to 35 demographic now. Yeah. <laughs> 18 so speaking of the Titans, have you guys seen the, uh, the live action Titans? I, it's yeah. amazing. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Colin, Colin, my brother-in-law was telling me about. Uh, he was watching it today. He said that like it's actually pretty. It's pretty uh, graphic. Like there was uh, you oh, know, yeah. Robin actually killing people and shit. Yep. Fuck Batman. And they <laughs> swear and they do grown-up stuffs. Mm-hmm. And then there's that whole scene with uh, Hawk and Dove and the whole load of cocaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, that was sign. Blue Mountain State. That was I Blue think Mountain you State. saw that one. <laughs> I'm on, sorry. Uh, 
Pornhub and not on confused. HBO. But yeah. you know, those are <laughs> a different match. Those were extent. Oh yeah, that the was guy who played Hawk was HBO in a blue Max. match. That's not HBO. That's Skinamax. Skin not HBO Max. Skinamax. Different Max. Channel ninety eight was the Spice Channel. I had somebody ask me today, "Do you watch anime?" And I don't. Not the porn. I was like, "What?" <laughs> what? <laughs> Porn isn't called Here anime. we call it. Oh, it's, it's, oh. it's called hentai. <laughs> Uncultured Ten- people. It was so funny. Matt, tentacles. Yep. Yeah. Tentacle no, it's porn. not tentacle porn. It's called. But hentai. in what casual conversation would you admit to watching it? <laughs> well, yes, yes, I do. Thank you. Do you watch anime? Not the porn, but like. Have you, know. you seen the latest? Like, no, 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 no. I was just. That's not where I was going with this. That, that is a good point. How do you put that up? Sitting by the water cooler at work, like so. You watch hentai. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna have a job very long. Oh my god, yes, I do. Would you like to compare Talk notes? About a sucker punch. Yeah, just standing around, standing around the coffee pot at work. Yeah. What's wrong with her? I don't know. She said she's doing of tentacles. Did you see that one last night they had on that channel? Did you see the hentai last night? Oh yes, very, very. Oh, it was great. Very well drawn. It was so funny. Hey, 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 Mary, come over here and check this out. Look at how it would be fine. If Look at how great this scene is. It'll be fine if the person doing it had a British Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, they were watching oh, Attack Indiana on Titan, and that's why they asked. It was just Indiana it was Jones funny. in the Temple of the Butthole. <laughs> I think we've gotten into a different podcast. No, it's here. not Butthole. It's Pooh. Did we? Instead of Doom, it's Pooh. Hasn't the podcast been skewing that way? I know all the jokes. Of <laughs> we're kind of steering off course here, gang. It's getting a little. Politically erect. <laughs> Robocock. I know of all. It's What's getting a little scary. <laughs> getting a little not scary. Much, not because I've watched them. You're, oh, because yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. You can't roll that back now. No, no. Dude, which means <laughs> do I not friends and dudes talk about that stuff. Mm-mm, but not you. You're the clean dude. You're the, <laughs> you're the virgin twitchy. <laughs> There's the new name. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's buying that. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Well, the child in the back. About- the child he usually has in the background would probably, you know, counteract that name, Virgin Twitchy. <laughs> it's a, it's a all little about bit. persona. Persona. Right. We're not going to get into the ideological there. We're going to get into the next <laughs> story. Anyway, the next story is about. That was a good segue. <laughs> not by far. Not by far. But. No, no way home. <laughs> Speaking of tentacle porn, the next story. It may actually involve tentacles because Doc Ock is involved with it, but there you go. Look out. Damn. There's a title. I set you up. Look out. There's a title for the new Spider-Man 3. Which... I would like to thank Frank for his second and probably final time joining us. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. It's a, a very nice fit. I just Want to reserve to figure out how far, you know? <laughs> oh, so he's, he's putting he's his toes in the water. Now. Got it. Yeah. He's putting his tentacles in the water. That's what it is. I'm not going to make that a podcast title. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Like Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Dipping a toe in. Really? Home? No. So if you go up, there's an action. The video which you've been playing we've, um, we've while we've been chatting here. Spider-Man No Way Home is the actual title for the third installment in the Spider-Man franchise, uh, starring Tom Holland and Sony Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios announced Wednesday that the film is scheduled to hit theaters December 17th. And now we go down to your your, uh, uh, 
Twitter posts here, uh, Instagram posts here, to where we see late Tuesday, Holland's Instagram, the actor quote unquote revealed the third installment for the uh, the film, uh, which he says was Phone Home. The first picture, which is in this, which is actually pretty cool, is a shot from the movie. Just the three of them hanging out, having fun. and Staring uh, at a disaster. Yeah, and also There's phone the home. bad guy just off to the side. I was thinking that could be like Stephen Strange coming in like, you know, Peter Parker, what have you done? You know, really pissed off father figure because that's the kind of role he's playing in this movie. Um, the next one was uh, posted by co-star Jacob uh, Baltron, uh, shared a different style, yes, which is Spider-Man home wrecker. Apparently, Spider-Man's getting a little stinky on his hang down in this one. Um, now, can we stop going to porn? That's definitely a <laughs> You just successfully They wrote it. it I'm just interpreting. Let's not shoot the messenger. <laughs> I thought we were flogging. Well, not me. That's a hey. Thursday or Tuesday. Um, that segment's done. We're, moving on. <laughs> we're, we're not moving on from flogging. We're going to pegging next. No. Um, I think I'll be leaving. It's <laughs> a different podcast. I, I got an appointment somewhere else right now. That's sense tingling. Move gotta on. Go. <laughs> not here. So we have Zaydana, and uh, she put on hers Spider Man Home Slice. All of those names I like, but I do like No Way Home, which kind of really sells into the fact there. There's, you know, a whole bunch of rumors and stuff to, as to who we're going to be seeing on there. It's supposedly sworn off that we're going to see other Spider-Men in this film, and it's very much just still Tom Holland's journey. Now, the other thing I saw, Tom, Tom Holland is not under contract after this movie with Marvel or Sony. I thought he signed a nine-contract deal. He's said, he said in an interview that he wants to take a break. And this is the thing that kind of really drove home to me because he's like, I wasn't allowed to do anything. I had to take up golf because it was the only sport that was not a physical activity that I could get, you know, seriously injured by. Like, he wants to ski. He wants to have fun because oh. he can't do that being Spider-Man. I'm sorry, there's corona. There's You're my no cash cow. He, is a, Fuck he no. is a kid, though, man. He, he is young, so... Yeah. Who's the actor who played Scotty who like was just moving his car? Yeah, right. Go ahead, bro. It, <laughs> I mean, he but did say he did say that he is he does want to do like seven more. But he wants a little yeah, break. He just wants a little break in between. But yeah, even he's gonna break is gonna get a break between the neck and the spine. That's what he's gonna get going off that skiing crap. But here's the well that's true. Sonny Bono would would definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um, but he, he can't. He's dead. Anymore. Oh. Anymore. Oh. So he's not going to be on then? Wow, Matt, you just Dude. like, or Chris, you just like zero to 100 with that one. <laughs> he can't. He's dead. He's dead. Yep. He's not coming just, on. Just. He's not just coming facts. to your birthday. He's so, dead. So No Way Home kind of leans into that whole theory that we're looking at multiverse. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, and that's exciting. But at the same time, we did a multiverse in the animated Spider-Man, and we did it. Yeah. I say we like I had any hand in that. They did a really amazing job with that. So, oh, you didn't the get the email? How they make it not feel like oh, we copied this off this very successful 
animated version. I think that it's still going to be like, because there's rumors of them doing the court scene right now, filming that in Atlanta. Um, they're hiring for extras on that. So they're not done, but even with the stuff that they have done yet and the stuff that we've heard rumored, you know, with uh, Jamie Foxx being involved and, you know, the original Doc Ock from the Raimi-verse. Get his name right now. Old man probably knows. How many movies has he done? You said he signed a nine. Are are you sure about the nine-movie deal? There was a rumor, I thought. There was a story. a, A story we did in a prior podcast where it said that he signed on for, like, nine movies. But we're, but we're sure about that nine number. Well, no, because he says that he's taking a, he wants to take a break, but he still wants to do at least seven more. And that kind of still goes up along the lines of what he's done now and that original number. Well, I mean, if we, well, if that, we, just if we count it. the three that he did, plus the ones that he did. Civil War. Civil War, Endgame, uh, Infinity War. That's. Total like six. five minutes of them. That's that would give him another three, right? That's all he appeared in. Yeah, so far, just the six. And then you have, you know. Yeah. A couple more out of that, but I thought it, the original so it, deal with Sony, it was one more Spider-Man movie, and then he appear in something else to where... It would make sense if they're starting another phase that he would be part of that phase as some kind of... Part, maybe not a major character, but like as some part of that. But maybe maybe we're confusing it that Tom Holland, the actor under Spider-Man or under Sony, signed a nine-movie contract deal, not just oh, exclusively, not as, not just exclusively as Spider-Man. As Spider-Man. That looks I got good. you. Yeah. Now, yeah. that other movie coming out looks pretty good. Because he movie. did Onward. He, he's doing Nathan Drake with Uncharted. Yeah. That's Sony IP. So there are movies that would count to Now, what if that was just catalog. a Sony deal that he signed? You're doing nine movies for us. Because he had Cherry, he has Uncharted, he has this. I mean, that could be. There was another one that he did with Daisy Ridley. Yeah. So. um, I don't think that was Sony. I would think that was some. uh, I want to say. Well, we don't know. We don't know who the production studio was, even though it might be outsourced. True. But, I mean, I, I do like this. Now, even if we just get these three movies and he's done as Spider Man. He says he's happy walking off into the sunset with that because honestly, it's a great legacy. It it's a great run. It's a really good movie. It's a really great yeah. run. All the movies he's in are just box office smashes. They're great with Marvel. So you know what Seinfeld says: leave them wanting more. Yeah, man, leave on a high note. Something we never do. But no. <laughs> it's against the poly- It's against our mission statement. Yeah, it's against the Projangers and Wallhangers mission statement. Um. <laughs> We got a comment there that's way too long for me to read. It says, Holland said in an interview today that this is his last contracted Spider-Man role and indeed his last contracted role, period. Dude said he is going skiing for a while because he wasn't allowed while attached to studio schist. Yeah. So, you know, he wants to go out and party like a regular kid. Thank you, Jay. I think that we should let him. I think we should let him. It's 1999. Yeah. So... Another big thing that happened, Marvel started talking, and in this next story, they started talking about Loki, because Marvel's Loki is getting a premiere date on Disney+. Plus. Loki, the Tom Hiddleston starring series about Asgard's God of Mischief, will land on Disney+, Plus June 11th. The series was described by Marvel Studios as a crime thriller in December during the big... Uh, streaming Investor Day. It follows Loki as he faces <laughs> off against the Time Variance Authority, otherwise known as the TVA, and Owen Wilson. 
So he should. Owen Wilson probably. not part of the Time Authority? No, he's part of the TVA. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and he was like a special contractor. No, he follow this follows Is he the events. Be Owen Wilson. No, no, he's, he's not going to be a character. Not just Owen Wilson in the oh. Time Variant yeah. Authority. Just hey, it's going on, Loki. Yeah, he's going to be the model from uh, yeah. Commander. I'm actually just here to shoot a commercial, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this series going to be all right. <laughs> this, wow. this series is going to follow the events wow. of Avengers wow. Endgame, and we may even get a wow. Um, wow. We, they released the first trailer a while ago, and uh, it released in December. Let's see. Loki is entering a bunch of different worlds we saw in that trailer. That so silverware glued to his head. It's all the trend in that uni- in that multiverse, man. Silverware is the new diamond. They do have really, really big attachment to, like, horns on their gear their headgear they like all of them galactus well, loki know. scarlet witch i mean they really they really they like horns i guess you can say that's how you can tell they're the bad that's guy. jack kirby absolutely is oh. that a fetish is I was that gonna... a kink we don't kink shame first of all is that a kink? <laughs> yeah, no is it a kink now no, no. <laughs> i guess you could just <laughs> say <laughs> they're they're a little bit horny <laughs> it's turning red you go. <laughs> <laughs> so We'll have to wait oh now. Oh, my God. Matt, could you look at Chris? Oh, quick? no, I already saw that. The, <laughs> the, little, the little Matt man. Yeah. I don't know how You're I welcome. got that picture, but. You're welcome I'm, for that. I must have posted that picture somewhere, and I wrote the Matt man on my forehead when I was a salesman, just doodling and shit, playing Chris, around get with out, my phone. get out of the way. And our, our Twitchy Wilson went ahead and made me look like fucking Lil Wayne and Lil Yachty or some shit. <laughs> So I call that my version of a uh, little Your little fedora. Yeah, little Matt Man. That's the Matt Man that went to prison, served hard time, oh, lived dude. on the streets. There you go. Sucked a lot Under the days. oppression of Bob. <laughs> yeah. It's like the magistrate. Imagine that's like the guy that stole $1,000 that the shrimp looks like. Wow. That is oddly specific. And oh, that's a real story. Really? I kind of, no, I kind of feel like you're right, too. Uh, no, that. <laughs> That does look like a guy who, yeah, he stole a thousand shrimp. A thousand dollars worth of shrimp. Ah, That's actually a thing that happened, guys. Chris, Unless why are you so blurry? A thousand shrimp were worth a thousand dollars. I'm looking it up right it's now. Really giant shrimp. Like. I don't know what he looks like. I'm just saying his little baby face that makes me think of the type of um, criminal activity he got <laughs> up to was stealing shrimp. Mm. I don't want to put any violence or drugs into it. It was what? strictly I'll, I'll a shellfish plead. game. I'll plead the fifth. Um, the lady didn't give up the shrimp that easy, so please. You know there was violence. <laughs> so I, I think you had that confused with chicken there, sir. You stole it from a Popeye's. <laughs> with the release of Loki, remember that show? Um, it's actually releasing months after Black Widow is slated to hit theaters. And even in the top, in the movie, uh, the little video they released with the uh, Spider-Man title free, uh, sequence with Tom Holland and all them, they still wrote at the very end of the trailer, only in theaters. Marvel is very adamant about only showing those movies in the theaters and not 
through like what HBO Max and other people are doing with the video on demand and the you know same time stuff. So Marvel's really stuck to this. Fuck you. You're gonna wait to see it in the theater mentality. Mm-hmm. So. Still no confirmation on their end yet on whether they're going to do anything with Black Widow or if it's going to be pushed back or if they're just going to roll the chances for the theaters that are actually still open. We'll have Speaking to of that, a little, I was thinking of this actually yesterday because uh, I saw that story in our thing with Black Widow. Um, I really wanted them so bad to make Marvel to make a Gambit yeah. uh, show or movie and then... You know that story where they actually were starting to, and then there was all these production problems and casting problems and legal problems, and then it just like got pushed under the rug. I'm so actually made, happy that happened because I did not want Channing Tatum as my Remy Lebeau. Well, that's another, yeah, the yeah, thing is, is they sold. messed him up. They, they they were trying to fix it because they messed him up so bad in the movie that they were like, oh, how can we fix this? Let's get him his own movie and like make it better. I'm like really pissed because he was like probably my top two X Men when I used to, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like my favorite one. And it's like, he's never there. I just want him there. He's so badass. Yeah. Oh, so that's me. I still want an ex, uh, a Gambit Wolverine movie. I think that would be. Really I would good. love to see that. I just don't want Channing Tatum to be playing Remy LeBeau. I don't think he's. No. Yeah. God, no. He's right for that. They need somebody taller, more like skinnier. I like Jared Padalecki. Um, I, I thought say... he would have made a good um, Remy LeBeau, but. Get somebody that's like actually like from Louisiana, like that that kind of that can do that Cajun accent. No, no Creole, no No. Creole, no, none, no. Look, we watched the Expanse. We're fucking done with Creole. I've had enough of Creole. That's it. I'm done. No, I can't take it. Don't take it. Like, please, (laughs) and don't let him go to space. Do y'all need a minute? Just build a wall around. I'm with Tom Secor. Build a wall around Louisiana, (laughs) around the whole state. Tom Segura said it best. In a half a heartbeat. <laughs> oh are you? Are we? Are we okay? Yeah. We're because fine, yeah, as long as you don't mention, we're going I, on. I just picture the the guy from the Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Creole's oh, a hot button. Oh, you made me snort. <laughs> Title of something else. Um, Creole's a hot button. Name of the podcast. The night. Uh, the next story. Is also has a nice title because the Bad Batch will be landing on Disney Plus on May the fourth. I can't. Think, I love that so much. Can't think it's of a perfect. A, it's a little stupid thing, but I love it so much. The perfect date. It is. Yeah. It really is. Perfect date with the Bad Batch. You got all your favorite guys here. Um, that's the, their inclusion in uh, the last season of Clone Wars was really magical. I really love that. It um, was. The Bad Batch ne- next mission is about to begin. Lucasfilms and Dis- uh, Walt Disney Company announced today that the Bad uh, Star Wars Bad Batch, uh, the next Star Wars animated series, will debut on May the 4th, a.k.a. Star Wars Day, exclusively on Disney+. Plus. The second episode will premiere on Friday, May 7th. Subsequent episodes will premiere on Fridays, so forth, like they're always doing. And it's I kind of wish that this had fallen on it, like, May the 4th, well, on a Thursday so that they could do the next on the 5th yeah. for, like, Revenge of the 5th and then do every Friday. Like, it would have been just, it would have been perfect. But Nice I'll play on dates and words. That'd be cool. But um, the members of the Bad Batch, are, as they prefer to be called, 
a unique squadron of clones who uh, vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army. Each possess singular, exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. And it's uh, executive produced by Dave Filoni, uh, Athena Portillo, both from Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, and uh, Portillo from uh, Rebels. Uh, Brad Rao from Rebels and uh, Star Wars The Resistance. I won't hold that last one against him. <laughs> and Jennifer Colbert from The Resistance and NCIS. I won't hold the first one against it. NCIS. I mean, come on, Gibbs. Who doesn't like Gibbs? Um, while we're on this, just a quick to anybody that's watching and hasn't, I cannot endorse enough watching Rebels and uh, Clone Wars. Absolutely. It's, I cannot. It's canon. It will only enrich the experience for you. You can skip the Jar Jar Binks episodes. You're not missing much. <laughs> yeah, you can. There is a so list annoying. of Jar Jar Binks episodes, and they really so try to make him a much more serious and relevant character in the Clone Wars, and, and they could have just not done that. That can't happen. No. That would have been great. <laughs> like when, when she left him in charge, like in the movies, to yeah. be like, <sighs> I was like, what? who would ever want to do that? That's, that's like leaving sense. Jackie Chan in charge of the army. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, that's like asking your daughter to watch the house. I would trust right, my daughter to watch the, door, the house. I would not trust my son doors, to watch the house, though. Leave the doors unlocked and just leave out like, all right, Charlie, just, you're I'm in just charge. Gonna leave the oven running. Uh, you're going to look <laughs> for that, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That doesn't seem like a great choice. One? Say, hey, Charlie, can you cook my dinner tonight? I, know I don't think they I know, use that much. I know you're only two, but still, can you cook me dinner tonight? My daddy's tired of cooking. It's your turn. It's hey, remember, turn. Matilda could do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's only in like seven episodes, though, if I remember correctly. Not much, not much. Not so many, not you many. Can, you can skip. I didn't you watch him. I need to. Though. And none of the ones that he was in were super important to the plot. So Very true. So if you, if you really have a problem with Jar Jar, you don't have to watch the Jar Jar episode. It's funny because I started three days ago, and I, I think I put it in the chat. I started three three days ago. I was like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go through all the Star Wars series again. Yeah. So like, I literally in the past three days watched one, episodes one, two, three, Solo, Rogue One, four, five, six, and now I'm on uh, Mandalorian again. And then as soon as Mandalorian's done, I go seven, eight, nine, which is. You skip the quintessential one she just talked about, man. Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, I know. Really I did. Sk- I know. You skipped it. I know. I, had, I still haven't watched of it. Yet, though. Because that's where the origin of our next story comes from, which is Ahsoka Tano. I haven't heard any of our sound bites tonight. Yeah, I know. I've just been uh, focusing on the content because, you know. Yeah. You've been off the rails. Exactly. He's, he's been having a hard time just getting from one article to another. I've been just trying to keep to you guys on the fucking rails. That's what I do. I do this, and not on purpose, but this is what I do. I apologize. But Star Wars... And, you don't uh, have to be sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Star Wars Ahsoka <laughs> spinoff rumored to star Mena Masoud as Ezra Bridger, who you may know him from Aladdin live action, which we got the picture up here. I like it. I think he fits the role of Ezra Bridger. I really think he fits the look. I think physically he does. Especially I only know him from the Aladdin movie, so... Well, especially since you're doing a time jump there, because the last time we saw him was before the original trilogy, and now we're popping in after the original trilogy. And, you know, Ahsoka obviously made it known in Mandalorian. She's looking for Thrawn. Why? Probably because he still has Ezra. They're... Obviously trying to harness Jedi powers and use it for, you know, nefarious plots. 
I'm really excited to see what how we find Ezra. Like, um, has anyone seen the Hunger Games? No. It's been a while. Okay. Well, you know how when them, they take, you know, when they take Peta and then they find Peta and he's completely changed. Peta. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Peta. No, not not Peta. Not, not Peta. I'm standing right company. here. No, 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 no. But anyway, the activist group. I'm yeah, and, oh, and he's oh, radicalized. Yeah. I'm kind of looking to see if Ezra has been now radicalized. Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe after all this time with Thrawn, because Thrawn, for those who watched it, and this is why again I cannot endorse enough that people watch that, is a smooth operator, and yeah. I can see if it's just him and Ezra, and however many years it's been for Ezra to be able to, to resist it for that long. That could be well, really just as long as they're in the arms of an angel far away from here. <laughs> I want, but no, I want to see, I want to see Thrawn's that's backstory. Sarah, that's Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Thrawn's backstory in live action because in the comics, the he was, you know, pretty much like an outcast from his people on, right. you know, stranded on a world. And then empire just ran across them after he was murking all their soldiers. Like, Hey, one job, come yeah. to the Academy. And he rose through the ranks and just played that whole Game of like, Thrones politics perfectly. But like bullet quick. So yeah. him deciding to take Ezra and extract what he can from him, I can't really see him not being successful if it's been a good amount of time. So that's kind of what I'm, as much as I hate to think of Ezra being tortured and, and brainwashed and all this other stuff, to see yeah. that character... And it being something that maybe Ahsoka has to work through to get him to turn around, or he becomes a villain and that's it. Like, you know. Well, maybe, but the last time we saw them, they were on the starship with the space whales. Right. So that maybe we suspend with. disbelief a little bit mm. when we're talking about space whales. No, but I'm just saying story wise. I think <laughs> we just get one like, I, like I, I hope it's not I'm something where that. he finds them and it's just like nothing has happened and it's. Hey, like a quick what's going on? Like, He's just sitting there tending to a farm like Superman. Right. I I want to see I want to see the struggle that there has been some kind of struggle, some kind of power struggle. And my only experience with this actor is as Aladdin. But that's in where the live they action go, Disney film. That's really what Disney's doing great though. Is they're picking these actors that you don't know who they are. So now right. that makes you believe. But I'm saying like I don't have a frame character. of reference for what he can do. So. But that's the that's what I'm saying. That's the good part because now you're oh, full agree. in on him, on him as that character as long mm -hmm. as he's good, and that's really what we have to wait to see because this I is still 100 agree to be taken with a grain of salt because it's just a rumor that he is in the in the line for the Ezra Bridger. Line oh, so actually. they haven't confirmed him. No conf confirmations just yet, but oh, okay. there hasn't been there's been no indications as of yet if this is true. It still can't hurt to be hopeful. Because after all, as the writer says here, rebellions are built on hope. On hope. Yes, they are. That's from Rogue One. So you have to keep hope alive. A lot like this next story, which is all. They need a Spider-Man symbol. <laughs> because he's in the news again. Henry Cavill teases a Mass Effect project. In a, oh, please let this be. A cryptic <laughs> tweet. He says here, now, what this did, Henry Cavill has shared a cryptic photo possibly teasing a Mass Effect project. The sci science fiction franchise is one of the most popular current, uh, currently, having been begun in 2007 with the first video game. The original trilogy follows Commander Shepard, 
the Space Navy soldier, in his quest to save the galaxy from the Reapers. Because people don't fear the Reapers. Yes. If nor Blue do the Oyster winds cult or the rains. You know? That's why Commander Shepard was able to beat those Reapers back because he had plenty of cowbell, baby. (laughs) The Reapers hate cowbell. He had a fever. And you know what? That's It's more cowbell. That's exactly why the Protheans died to the Reapers because they didn't have Blue Oyster Cult. I said it. There you go. I said it. Gun for us before it. I said it. It's done. Done. But a group of mechanical beings is what they are, not the band Blue Oyster Cult. You know, and ended up with the spirit in the sky, too. Although it would be really cool if they made all of the Reapers in the Legendary Edition, if they made all the Reapers look like members from Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> and then they play the song. And then Will Ferrell with the cowbell. <laughs> Modders, get on it. Um, <laughs> so Cavill has possibly teased his involvement in the franchise project posting on Instagram. He shared a photo of himself, uh, reading some papers, uh, some at game pressure used focus magic to program the pick, uh, and pick out the words on the paper, which re- read, uh, Cerberus Reaper, Geth and Talazora all associated with Mass Effect franchise. I can't tell you. If you could give me another explanation on why Cerberus, Reaper, Geth, and Talazora will be on the same page, that's I'd the like to hear. first page they're saying who the people are. It's the reboot of Family Ties. Yes. Wow, with the Geth? Mm-hmm. Family Ties. They're, they're going in the Geth. <laughs> and the Reapers. Michael J. Fox will still be a part of it, though. <laughs> Ooh. Is he going to be like... Don't do it. Don't. All right. Don't. Okay. I thought you were talking to me because I had a really good Parkinson's joke right there, okay? (laughs) and I I am talking to you now, too. Don't (laughs) do it. I really want you to appreciate how much strength it takes me to hold that back, okay? I appreciate you. I'm holding it back, Richter scale joke alone. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) She's watching you. She's about to speak a different you language. I peacock. feel that mom stare at me right he now. Didn't, he didn't even need to look at the look at her on the screen. He knew that she was oh, mom staring at the him. The mom stare burned right through his right through. It was like burning his his cornea because anyway, I'm just waiting for the Portuguese to come out. Well, the Portuguese may come out in this next story, which, of course, is our ad segment, because we want you to hop on over here to 23 East State Street for the Game and DVD Exchange. You walk in the door and Mark will say... Broski. A lot. Broski. And then, of course, he always lets you know that... Katarina is banned from my store. Absolutely. Unfortunate as it is, but he but has Katarina since... Katarina and Frank will glare at Mark. From outside, <laughs> I will be outside the store eating my shawarma and minding my business. There you go. But of course, he will also tell you in at length that Kelly and I are twins. <laughs> Look at the smile on his face when he when he hears that. He's like, "Yeah, we are." And then, of course, he has dropped this. But Chris is secretly growing his hair back. I know it. You walk in I there. He, I think he's allowed that one to fall off. <laughs> Yeah, it's been much it's, like my hair. It's been yeah, a lot of it. Um, oh, oh. Burned yourself. Seek ointment. I'm allowed to burn myself. 
whatever. You are Irish. You are a masochist. South um, burns. Those are rare. Every day. <laughs> I every day. An, I could go with another joke, but I won't. Um, but no, we, no, no, go on. I want to hear we it. We will now. see. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Move I'm on. intrigued there, sir. Yeah. We got to wrap this up. Yeah. So we will see this next story in the game and DVD exchange eventually because Sony announces the next gen VR headset for the PlayStation five. Yeah. Sony is working on the next generation for VR headsets for the PlayStation five. The headset won't launch this year, but Sony says announcing early plans to make it available on the PlayStation five at some point in the future. Sony's new VR headset will include improved field of view, resolution, and even a single cord to make it easier to use. I will up my life insurance policy because of the epileptic seizures I will have from wearing this. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You're taking precautions, okay? I'm going to take care of the kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you melt into a seizure playing VR Last of Us. With phone coming out of my mouth. It's all right. We got plenty of dermostat for you. I'm sure someone will apply it. We're taking, uh, we're taking what we've Where? learned since launching PlayStation VR on play- PS4 to develop the next gen VR systems, which I would imagine is what you should do. You know, you really shouldn't just, uh, you know, go based off of like the Nintendo Entertainment System. Like, what did they do? Well, they didn't have VR. Hmm. You know, you're looking at what you just did and how you can make it better. There's a lot of really cool VR games that are coming out and. I'm watching some streamers playing them and I'm just like, damn, I really want to get one, but they're so expensive. Oh my god. VR yeah. makes they're me so busy. expensive. Yeah. Same here. They yeah. do, but you get used to it. Seriously. Like I because I had the one for my phone for my mm-hmm. Samsung. Right. That's and, what I had. And like I watched the roller coaster one. They're like, hey, try this out. I was like, I literally got halfway through it. I was like, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> and I didn't. But but like after watching it for a few times and then you, your body gets used to it, then it's like, all right, this is pretty cool. So basically, you watched something that made you feel like you were going to throw up and decided this is something I'm going to do repeatedly. It's like drinking. It's just like drinking. Here, try it. You want to throw up too, right? Oh, this tastes disgusting. Try it. Yeah, this is horrible. Try it. Uh, Where'd you find it? You wake up in the morning with a hangover. What's the best thing to do? Have another drink. (laughs) Hair of the dog that bit you. Uh, it's been a long time since I drank like that, though. So, so the VR, remember that PlayStation VR? Uh, it will connect to PS5 with a single cord to simplify the setup, improve ease of use, while enabling a high fidelity visual experience. Sony is also working on new VR controller, which will use some of the features found in the DualSense PlayStation 5 controller. The VR controller will also focus on improving ergonomics. Uh, There's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021. But we wanted to provide an update, an early update to our fans, as development community uh, has started to work on creating some new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. Sony will start issuing development kits for its next uh, gen VR headset soon, but the company isn't fully detailing the specs release date just yet. So PlayStation VR, like Callie was saying, they have a lot of great games. They had the Batman game. Um, There's a lot of stuff that you can get on like Steam and Quest and different forms like that. But PlayStation is that brand where you got the console, you get the VR, especially with this, when you can actually find a fucking console, PlayStation 5-wise, then and you get this VR with one cord, ease of use, high fidelity, maybe they fix a little bit of the vertigo that a lot of people are having, and you get a lot more uh, quality games in there, 
especially with some of the features they have in the Dual 5 uh, PlayStation 5 controller with the uh, the trigger buttons, which are sensitive. So you have multiple different settings for the buttons. And so how you push bigger. the button actually matters. Unlike constant uh, current controllers to where if you hit A harder, it doesn't punch the guy harder. Or dispense beer. That is high-definition impact TV. Yes. Yeah. Not to be de- confused with high-defecation TVs, which you experienced at Circuit City. Yes. <laughs> Very expensive uh. to keep those defecating TVs, you know, running. You know, I, I told the customer I don't have any TVs that excrete fecal matter, so that was it. <laughs> They'll have to search elsewhere, maybe on Etsy. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll definitely, you know, because they got Guano. That sounds like we'll something that'd be something. more uh, likely to be on Wish than Etsy. Okay, because it is a Wish. Another thing that people are really wishing for one is, cup. of course, n- not one cup. Um, that was a good segue. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> it's Diablo 2. It's getting remastered for the consoles and PlayStation and PC, rather. Uh, Diablo 2 is getting a big overhaul and a new remastered. After a few leaks, Blizzard officially announced Diablo 2 Resurrected at its online-only edition of BlizzCon 2021. Definitely will be getting that. You're a huge Diablo fan, aren't you? I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. 100%. I still play. I mean, especially some people. I saw a lot of people streaming today. They were just playing... The original Diablo 2. Not, you know, anything remastered about it. They just loved that game, and they just hopped it back in immediately. It was an amazing Yeah, the storyline is still game. badass. Oh, yeah. With Deckard Kane. Stay a while. Stay a listen. while. Listen. <laughs> was that Caitlyn Jenner you did there, old man? Totally. Just stay no, a while and listen. No, look at this. Honey, just shut up. No, Pull Deckard a chair. <laughs> oh, darling, you look fabulous. <laughs> We 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 made Frank exit out of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> well, Caitlyn Jenner will do that to you. Um, so, no, Decker Kane talks like that in, uh, in Diablo mm-hmm. Diablo Two. Yeah. So a, that's where she got it from. No. Turns out Caitlyn Jenner's a huge Diablo fan. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? She, she was the rogue practicing the high hey, dive. And but yeah, I would Diablo. be getting me and Chris definitely be getting that game. We'll definitely be gold medals. Together. Get you yes. ready to play Diablo two. Okay, so Diablo two, uh, you know, this edition is going to be using the Diablo three engine mm-hmm. with just updated graphics and online gameplay. So, so Diablo two was what two thousand? I want to say two thousand and two thousand two thousand because it was a yeah. four gig install. Yeah, yeah, two thousand launched back then, and mm-hmm. this one will launch this year on PC. Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S. Cross-gen progression between PC and consoles, the HD Remastered will also include both the base game and its expansion, Lord of Destruction. Yes. Diablo 2 was the first time that the Necromancer was added yep. as a class. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> like, yes, I remember sitting at my parents' and, house playing that game when yeah, I was and, in and, high school. And the Lord of Destruction had added the Barbarian class. Holy shit. Nerd. On to the next story. Yeah, because we I just realized uh, two hours in that we had lug nuts up this entire time. I was going to say something. But <laughs> Please do next have. time. <laughs> I, I didn't notice until about 10 minutes ago. I had the entire wrong title up this entire time. <laughs> Um, but Diablo four is our next story. And the funny part about that is, is that you said not lug nuts, but Triforce. 
multiple times throughout this whole podcast. <coughs> yeah, I know. And I did not pick that up. I was so excited we had Frank on. Um, Diablo 4 well, shows he's off here the for road both. class. Way to go, Frank. <laughs> yeah. You made a mess up. <laughs> he's got so all nervous. nervous. Got, all, got all twitchy. So, <laughs> at, Bl- right. at BlizzCon 2021, Blizzard also revealed a glimpse at the upcoming RPG Diablo 4. The cinematic trailer oh. includes and previously unannounced character class to the game, The Rogue. Uh, the other already announced un- uh, or the already announced classes are barbarian, sorceress, and druid. Trailer provided a nice look at the game's dark atmosphere, providing princip- uh, particularly gruesome towards the end. See a bunch of sl- you know sliced up ears in the church, which kind of makes sense. Um, before the virtual convention, uh, Blizzard made a made sure to. Uh, temper expectations by announcing that neither Diablo 4 nor Overwatch 2 will be releasing this year. Action player game has been much anticipated for some time as it was originally announced way back in 2019 in uh, Blizzard's convention. So it's been a long time coming for this one, but a lot of people are really looking forward to it. I love what they're doing graphically with this one. The, the game is going to look amazing, and they're also doing Diablo Immortal as well. So I, you know, I'm I'm optimistic for these titles to be a smash hit, just as long as they don't have the same debacle release as Diablo Three did in 2013. Well, that's the thing is that you'll get these, you know, new additions on the consoles, and then you'll have the subsidiary game on the mobile, just like well, PUBG did. They have that new mobile game, which is like Future State or something like that, Cal. That's on the mobile app. And that's different from your regular PUBG that you get on there. So you have a mobile app game, and now you have your regular game. Same thing here with Diablo. Mobile app is way too easy. You're getting both. It's way too easy. <laughs> I haven't tried. I haven't tried. It just gets him in the door. It, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It, like, if you're, like, sitting at, like, waiting for your car to be done worked on, playing a game or something like that. But Right. Like there's some streamers that take it super serious though. Oh yeah. Like like these mobile games and yeah. I, I just like well some actually, of these phones it's, it's like some of your phones like the my Samsung phone can hook up to my uh, my IBM dock here and I can actually use mouse and keyboard on my phone. Yeah, which is not right. I think that's kind of cheap. No, a lot those, of Clash Royale but, players they'll they'll do the, a lot of streaming on that and they're fucking super serious about that too so a lot like, of the phone i would say like 75 percent of my followers on my gaming channel are actually PUBG mobile and and dota mobile and league of legends mobile uh players because wow. that's just what for some reason followed me um just hitting that algorithm yeah man yeah. but you know what that's why i've been playing a lot of PUBG and like i love playing warzone and, and other games but Right now, my most of my audience is, is PUBG people, so I've been playing a lot of PUBG. Yeah. Well, there's a certain audience, like this next story, that you just strike a chord with. Um, which That was a good segue. Got to appease the audience. You got to use the sound clips, right? Um, cult classic Star Wars Thank you, Republic Connor. Commando is getting a remastered for the PlayStation 4 and Switch. A mid-2000s cult classic tactical first-person shooter will get a new life on modern consoles when the HD remastered releases on April 6th for PlayStation 4 and Switch for $14.99. Aspire Media is handling the new version. The studio previously released a remaster for this episode, uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer 
for the PlayStation 4 and Switch. And it's also working on the remaster of Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Purse, which is set to release on March 16th. Christ, it scared me. (laughs) (laughs) Not as bad as... as Can you say one punch, Connor? (laughs) We got punched. We got punched. I'll mute it out. It didn't scare me as bad as your dog, as as Link. Yeah. (laughs) One punch! Oh, my God. Here we go. Jesus. (laughs) So, the... Republic Commando was originally released on the Xbox and PC in early 2005 and was developed by the publisher Lucasfilm Games, then known as LucasArts. Set during the Clone Wars, players assume the role of squad leader consisting of four elite clone troopers as the squad travels to various planets completing missions. While the remastered is uh, not coming on Xbox consoles, both Xbox One and the Series X and S owners, do have an opportunity to play the game in modern Microsoft gaming hardware. In 2018, uh, Microsoft added Star Wars Republic Commando as one of the many Xbox original titles that were available via backwards compatibility, which is the old man's favorite word. Yeah, speaking of old man and speaking of flying, it looks like you're about to fly away with that thing, Chris. <laughs> yeah. He's like, kite guy? Kite yeah. man. Cacaw, cacaw, cacaw. <laughs> Are you just a, a a green peacock? Is that is that yeah? Is that what we are today? He's working for NBC now. <laughs> I tell you, somebody who else isn't working. That's this next story. Bioware <laughs> is not working on Anthem 2.0. They're not. No, Anthem launched almost two years ago exactly, and the, uh, it was a rough launch to say the least. Fans fucking rougher than No Man's Sky. Yeah. Many fans who saw the potential in the original version have been waiting for Bioware's Anthem Next update to transform. It had potential. It was just bad timing, I think. It was was just just bad. bad No, it was just bad. You had had two things. You had two things. Like the overall launch of the game was poor, but Mm -hmm. EA, in their infinite wisdom, decided to launch Apex Legends, which is a free game. Yeah. A week prior to this yes. launch. That's what and I mean. Story it was bad timing really to put that out. Now, fans were hoping that this would go the way of Final Fantasy XIV or No Man's Sky. But unfortunately, that transformation will not happen. Today, <laughs> an, uh, Bioware announced that the Anthem update has been canceled and development on the game has ceased. So they're putting their focus into... Other projects, uh, effectively like Dragon Age, the next Mass Effect titles, and putting quality updates to Star Wars: The Old Republic. So they're focusing more on what they can do, and not the failures that they did prior. The, the stuff that makes the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The money makers, you know. Yeah, money makers. Yeah. You know, Marvel's not going to put in, you know, a whole ton of money into like a Squirrel Girl solo movie. Squirrel Girl beat everyone, so they should. <laughs> All right. She- Fair she enough. beat everyone. She's like one of the only people that can beat Doctor Manhattan. She did. She did beat Thanos. Yeah, and and yep. yeah, and Gal- what Galactus did she beat? As yeah, well? That was a hundred percent fan service, but yes, she did. Yeah, that's horrible. You telling me <laughs> a, a woman with squirrel <laughs> powers can't do that? I'm 100% telling you that. Just like <laughs> there are people that can actually defeat Batman, even when he has. Prep time. Prep time. Yeah. yeah. So listen, yeah. Squirrel That's Girl true. is yes. I know she and, and Frank. You're a comic guy, of course. So 
Batman doesn't need to prep. What's wrong with you? Yes, he Dude, does. There's so many he's people. Like, people like, if, if he has prep time, he could beat he's anyone. Always he did have. <laughs> I think we, we got the title of the podcast. If he has prep time, he can beat anyone. <laughs> he so. can't, though. <laughs> Look. But go can. ahead. What were you saying, Twitchy? He can because he's Batman. Well, so Squirrel Girl, I mean, to her defense, had. Like razor sharp claws. She had like uh was it like bone like bone knuckles like that would claw on her knuckles. Um like she had she had superhuman power, superhuman strength and speed, right? And she was super smart. So like she's not as terrible as you think. She's just called Squirrel Girl and no one's kinda scared of her. But... Well, no, it and has she could to do talk with her to name. Squirrels. It has to do with squirrels the fact an that army of squirrels. I mean there are characters that can rewrite reality with their minds and can shoot yeah. you yeah. from different like from different galaxies can kill you yeah true as great right. as girl girl may be not infallible just you, you know what i mean well, they, coming they, back to your batman comment though batman ha- can beat a lot of a lot of these people with, oh, with, with prep time well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm against that. By the way, I, I don't think yeah, he can no, beat. He doesn't need with prep time. No, but, he's just bad. What I'm saying is a good debate. What I'm saying is, is yes, he has. He has the smarts and the money, obviously, to to do what he not needs now, to do. not in future state. That's three jokes. Three jokers yeah, took all his money, bro. He is all broke, saying, Batman. All I'm saying, okay, well, he's, that's he's Batman got the cooking ramen he noodles. He put all his money in GameStop, and that didn't work out. <laughs> He's got the smarts. He had the I'm money. not taking any of that away from him. There are Same plenty her, of people like, that he could be on a on a level playing field. That you wouldn't think to, that you wouldn't that, think he would. Well, we have to ground that into reality. She could not beat Thanos if yeah, it wasn't for the fact that it was written that way. True. Because it and, he, was, and, and, and I'm the, not taking that away from it because it was a funny story and I'm, and and I'm I, not. I don't even think he had his. I don't think he had his gauntlet. He doesn't need it. Yeah, if he had Steering. his gauntlet, she wouldn't have won because all he had to do is this, and she would yeah. be gone. But there are people that will be like, okay, Batman against, you know. She was so great. She would have showed Phoenix. up for the movie. There, there, no, there's no way. With, with all the prep like time everyone. in the world, there's there, there's no. Phoenix would be. Phoenix is one person that would. Like, me and my, my family actually had this discussion at dinner because we were awesome. Um, who would be Fair enough. Dr. Manhattan? And it's like, who would beat Doctor Manhattan? I mean, you got you got Sentry. someone who can make him pants. Sentry, <laughs> as long as he wears pants, as long as there's pants involved, I'm all whatever. Sentry, uh, I think Thanos, Galactus. These are all dimensional gods that would are the only people that can beat him because uh, he but literally lives on two different his, dimensions. His Achilles heel. Well, I'll tell you what, you're gonna feel like a god in this next story because <laughs> Dragon Age Four. You see how I'm moving this along? Yeah, Dragon Age like Four. Hard. I know. I can't talk about anything because we have a million stories. I know. No, but that was great. That is a good point. But Dragon Age Four, going back onto our original story here, uh, they're going to be focusing on this as opposed to Anthem because now they're not going to make Dragon Age Four a multiplayer experience. It's going to be a single player game. So supposedly, the success of good. Uh, Star Wars: The Fallen Order has proven to them that you don't need to make everything multiplayer. And single-player games still sell a boatload of money, which, of course, is true. Yeah, I thought we learned that with Bioshock and, and you know, Assassin's Creed. Like, even no, there because was like a Bioshock Andromeda did out. not sell well, and the story was shit, and that didn't Fallout. have multiplayer. 
Fallout Bioshock Andromeda one. did not yeah. exist. You're talking about Mass Effect. I'm sorry. Yes, Bi- yes, Mass Effect. But that that's my point, though. Just a single well, player. Well, just a single player experience itself is not anything unless it has a great story. So if you have the great story there, which Dragon Age for they do have a great story in their games, and it's a great R- RPG game on top of that. So I got to think that their EA is starting to learn from some of their mistakes here. We're not going to put the money into the horse with the broken leg. <laughs> We're going to put it into our prize horse who's you know winning races. But I really like the horse with the broken leg. Rickle Mr. Reminds me of that family guide where the horse is pretending like he can stand on his legs so he won't get shot. <laughs> but we'll have to see. Dragon Age 4 is supposedly going to be entering at the $70 price range, and the single-player uh, focus on that is great. Bioware itself has lost people like executive producer Michael Dara on this as well as Casey Hudson. So people have left. It's never really a good sign, but we'll have to see if Dragon Age is going to be, you know, something that goes the distance, as they say. Going, going for speed. For speed. <laughs> All alone. Much like this next story. <laughs> this guy. That was a really great segue. That was. I will give you. That was a good segue. All the segue props on that one, because <laughs> YouTuber spent $70,000. That's right. You heard that right. $70,000 on the world's largest functioning PlayStation 5. So you're telling me this person's still living in mom's basement? I don't know. No, he's living in that pounds. PS5 now. He's in, he's, yeah. It's listed in pounds, so he's in England. So YouTuber ZHC spent $70,000 to make the world's largest functioning PlayStation 5. Man, I wish mommy and daddy loved me that much. According to him, it, it is a gigantic PS5. It's 100 times larger than the normal-sized PS5. It's more precise, 10 feet tall, and it weighs 500 pounds. He's standing next to it on the main. I would screen. like to know how he financed this, whether his family is wealthy or if it, there was some kind of backing like promotional well, kind of stuff to it's mostly made of plywood hold on to your tea cooler because in a video titled i spent a hundred a hundred hours customizing the world's largest ps5 zhc held a competition between him and his team members he painted one side of the ps5 and his team painted the other uh, the other if his team won zhc would give them each a playstation 5 and a number of other PlayStation 5 consoles to charity. If he lost, ZAC found that he would give away the world's largest functioning PlayStation 5. Spoiler alert, he didn't lose. Um, but his PlayStation 5 customization and giveaway video is in uh, line with his past videos, which is the big numbers and big giveaways genre in the YouTube videos. He has customized stuff like iPhones to kids and special various internet celebrities and custom with customized gifts. And look, celebrity, internet celebrity, it's a really gray word. But look, guy, if you you want to customize some, you know, some stuff, give it to me. I'll accept. I'll accept. He's doing charity work. Go for it, buddy. You, you know, take that, work for you charity. take that Scrooge McDuck money and do whatever you want. <laughs> but you're taking that seven hundred dollar PS Five, and he's giving these away. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's that YouTube money. Wish we got that. All we get is... All about the clicks, baby. All we get is is copyrights. (laughs) 
Yeah, except lug nuts. Lug nuts. Get Bills and copyrights. Know. Lug nuts is great. Car companies don't care. They're like, no. yes, look at our product. How else are you going to buy it? Well, the next story is the last one, but I couldn't help but add this in here because it is equally ridiculous. GameStop, GameStop stock explodes again following <laughs> a board member's McDonald's ice cream cone tweet. You know, there's some kind of hidden message. There's got like deep dive into Reddit, and there's probably some kind of obscure subreddit uh-huh. where they all got to there. Okay, when I post this, yeah, buy more stuff. Like, because okay, John, pay attention now. Causation <laughs> and correlation. It's it's buy the dips. It went up to a ninety-one dollars, man. It was sitting at fifty. Right. Now it's at ninety-one after a long while, but um, apparently January, it was up at a forty-seven. They were saying that uh, the board member, Ryan Cohen, tweeted out a picture of McDonald's ice cream cone with a frog emoji. Hours later, GameStop stock trading, which was barely moved last week, exploded, climbing from under $50 to just over $90, fueled by extremely high volume. He tweeted McDonald's and GameStop stock explodes? What the hell? I know, right? I'm saying it's a secret code. It's it's a it's like a code word saying like you know I think it's more like the the, the person that was like under scrutiny. Um, uh, how is that not insider trading? It's it's not McDonald's retail retail. I don't trading. know if that counts if he doesn't. He didn't say anything. anything. It's a frog emoji and an ice cream cone. Like how is that? What? How could you tie that to anything? Maybe that's just like hey, when he tweets this, we go. Make him walk naked to the street through the street. It's also it's also a lot of the short the positions castle. that were bought in January are now coming to pass come May uh, well, March fifteenth and March thirty first. So, as the short positions expire, then the hedge fund managers lose their money, which then makes the price of the stock go up. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why this is all happening, and this is just you know the end of February, and that's the start of it. Well, CNN correlates the latest round of Wall Street absurdity with yesterday's well announcement that GameStop I, CFO fully invested. Jim Bell would resign from the company. So they're saying it's because the CFO said, all right, I'm stepping down. It's where, you know, that's CNN. Who knows? Well, maybe it's just a correlation of from when, you know, McDonald's went from do you believe in manage, magic to I'm loving it. So maybe he tweeted it because the ice cream machine's always broken. <laughs> and that's how they make milkshakes. Or because the Brookhaven McDonald's sucks. It never gets a order right. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he used the frog because it's green and it's now time for the shamrock shakes. You got it. There you ah. go. Damn. He was actually just excited for Shamrock Shakes and GameStop. We're like, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. I think I want that Shamrock Shake, but I it's broken. Just, yes, I'm Irish. I'm a masochist. I just want a Shamrock Shake. <laughs> but with the last story, this brings us to our end segment, of course, which is inspired by Katerina Thermoscara. She said this a couple weeks ago, but I had to wait for this podcast when we have Frank Percy on because it's a doozy. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. What non-DC Marvel character could wield Mjolnir? Tom Cruise is Wonder Woman. 
What did we say? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, mean, I had non-DC. What did we say, Stephen? But it's Tom not. It's not DC, really, because it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Listen, pretending. I don't care whether it's DC or Marvel. It's Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman. He knows <laughs> better. <laughs> I said okay. first off, Link, not my dog, the one from the games, the hero of time. <laughs> I, I said Samwise do. Gamgee of Lord of the Rings fame. Yep, yep, he would be good. Kelly, what are you uh, thinking? I also thought. Come back to me. I lost it. Come back to me. I You've also had thought, like three weeks, buddy. I, I no. thought Master Chief no, would be great. I, I know. Hold on. Come back. To me. <laughs> <laughs> three um, weeks um, later. Just, I don't know. Just as a just as a good person, Keanu Reeves. Well, I said yeah. fictional, but okay. I don't but think, he, I think he's, he's real, real, though. I'm pretty certain. That I'm Keanu pretty Reeves, sure somebody I'm saw him. I'm fairly certain he's real. There's been sightings <laughs> no, in the wild. A, I, but is he like... <laughs> I've seen him in his natural he, habitat. He would say Neo from The Matrix. That would be yeah. him, too. Okay, so that's say Neo. okay, well, Neo, yeah. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Or Bill, Ted. John Wick. Okay. No, not, definitely not John Wick. John Wick, no. John, John mean, Wick's dog, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before he dies. Um, Quite. Spoiler alert. Um, Luke. Yeah. Remember the polls, that one? I don't know. I kind of felt Luke was young, kind of a whiny young bitch. Young Luke. Not he was a whiny young. bitch. That's what I'm saying. That's why I've kind the of feel like he's too bitter. Leia. Leia. I could Maybe. see Leia lifting Mjolnir. I could Chewy. see Leia. O'Neil is great. I like Chewy. that. Chewie. Chewie could definitely wield Yoda. the fuck out of that. No. What? Yeah. I don't know. All right. He was a smuggler. He was a Listen, scoundrel. We all don't right. know enough about Chewie because we can't understand fuck all that he's saying. Old. So yeah. I, I can't, not to mention the first time we meet him, he's in prison. So he no. He be talking all that shit the whole time and nobody knows. Right. Nobody <laughs> knows. He seems all right to me. Yeah, nothing wouldn't it be funny if Han thinks that he understands him and is c- conversing with him and Chewie's like, this guy none of what you're this. saying is correct. <laughs> um, I, I would say Stoop Dog. No. <laughs> Look, Underdog. I'm sticking with mine. I'm going April O'Neil. Okay, I like it. I right. like it. Yeah, and no, I'm sticking I, with my Samwise Gamgee. Although I'm kind of upset at myself for not thinking of Leia. Yeah, yeah, Leia's, Leia's probably a really, really. Master Splinter's a good one too. Ooh, you can't Ooh. use the same. Definitely, but Master Splinter is the kind of person that I already have the Turtles in mind. Get out of here. Pick a different franchise. <laughs> Slimer. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm totally be covered kidding. in ectoplasm. Ooh, Optimus Prime. Okay. You know what would be? You yeah. know what would be a good a good Only test would be Bill Murray, Bill like when he first started Groundhog Day, versus the end when he <laughs> when he ends with Groundhog and Day. That, so that's how Groundhog Day should have ended. Him starting and not being able to do it, and then finally the day that he's able to lift it and becoming is sore. when it breaks the spell. Yeah, I love it. And he is going to be in some kind of Marvel, right? Did they say he's going to be in Marvel at some point? We don't know mm-hmm. yet. Uh, I want him so bad to be in Marvel. Jay says Jay from the Dark Tower. Ooh. Okay. Any book I'll go with that. I ship it. Yeah. Jesus from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, he probably uh, yeah, could. That's gotta be part, that, has, that has to be part of the title. Uh, <laughs> has to be part of the title. Silent Bob. Silent Bob. Silent Bob. 
Yeah, yes, Jay definitely. wouldn't do it. Jay wouldn't be able oh, to do it. Can you imagine if Alan Rickman as Metatron <laughs> trying to lift it? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I don't know if that would work out. Um, I want to say. I'm anatomically incorrect as a Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I want to say he could do it. No. Liar, liar. No. Jim Carrey <laughs> no, as, no. as Truman from the Truman Show. Just, right. okay. just to piss yeah. Mark off, I'm going to say Adam Sandler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hubie Halloween, yeah. Adam Sandler totally in any it. non-DC Zack yeah. Snyder movie. So, Katarina, it looks yeah, like I'm going, also going to be Zach hanging with Snyder. you outside the store because I'm now going to be paying. Frank, what are you thinking for? What do you have to say, Frank? What are you thinking for uh, the end credit here? Are you thinking uh, a deep cut? Oh, he typed it in. Spock. Spock. Yeah. Spock. I don't know oh, why yeah, I didn't that's think that. Really good. I like Damn. that. Damn. That's, that's now I'm mad sad. I didn't think of that either. <laughs> yeah, because Kirk wouldn't do it. That's Kirk, logic is brilliant. Yeah. Kirk, definitely not Kirk. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone else on the Enterprise. Aside from we come in peace. Shoot Scotty. the kill. Shoot the kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scotty, he was just a hardworking engineer. Worf. Yeah. You know? No. No, he was pretty violent, that dude. Worf was extremely violent. He had a yeah. battle axe. He wasn't that violent. Worf has redundant organs. That would make That's anyone Klingons. cranky. That's they just had... how they're built. <laughs> Klingons are built like Volkswagens. There's wouldn't, wouldn't Data follow, follow along the same I was going to say as, Data. As Vision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, data is pretty much the vision of, yeah. of Star or Star Trek. So data would definitely do here. it. I think John John Luke Picard could lift it too. Yeah. No. Mm. No. The reading Rainbow guy. No. No. Oh, uh, Jordy LaForge. Yeah. LeVar <laughs> was Burton. Like, he wasn't on reading Rainbow. <laughs> Picard was on the guy reading from LeVar Reading Burton, Rainbow. Yes. yes, the guy from would, Reading Rainbow. Like I would have said, maybe Janeway we'll, we'll if it wasn't LeVar for the Tuvix episode. So yeah, we can't. We can't do that. I really think we're missing the obvious here, which Rim is the ultimate. Black, maybe. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> oh, definitely. Or Flo from Progressive. Jake, no, fuck Flo. No. Jake, <laughs> Jake from State Farm. That motherfucker could lift it because they get it done. Or the guy, the you're the Allstate guy. Yes. You're in good hands, Serrano. You're in good hands, Serrano. This dude. From, he's from. What is it from Major League Serrano? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Gingate Cabron. That's for my bilingual people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So this has been a great podcast. I got to say, we got a lot of different, really great perspectives on this end segment. And if you have an idea on what non DC Marvel character could wield Mjolnir, comment below and let us know. And, of course, we end off the podcast with the thank yous. We want to thank Frank Percy for popping on the podcast. Thank you, Frank. And I am going to be reaching out to you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll, we made a little connection there for those two. We also want to thank out Sean Ennis, Merka, Mark Gervais, J-Boy McNeil, Sebastian Bonnet, and John Walsh, not Joe Walsh from the Eagles, uh, for liking, sharing, and commenting on all of the podcasts. Oh, I knew I knew that name from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So America's obviously, wanted it. That's it. Right. This is the end of the Triforce podcast. We always promise a long, drawn-out goodbye. Oh, and 
I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man, and goddamn button. Fucking <laughs> oh, wrong way. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man, in there the Projector Box. We have Katarina Thermosguerra, Wondercat, Christopher Bristow, the old man. We have Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly, and our very special guest, Frank Percy. Of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Of course, gang, game on, Wall Jaggers! Bye-bye! It's super crazy outside time! Bye. Oh, now we're gonna end it. We're doing it live. Play on the Jaggers. That was a good segue. I did like our little Mortal Kombat rendition last uh, last week. Oh my god. <laughs> and especially since I do all the editing, Frank, and that Mortal Kombat song was stuck in my head all week long. That's why when Katarina was like, oh, that song's stuck in my head, I was like, Mortal Kombat! Just so one more time it would get stuck in everybody's head. Yeah. Because I was suffering, and you should too. The worst is when I get the Manamana song stuck in my head. That... Well, don't start! Don't start! Don't start! Please, please. please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on that note, ready. Yeah. And like you know, the devil went down to Georgia and a few others. Please don't. Start yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we should start the show. Absolutely. Here reading. is Katarina. Loading now. <laughs> Live from the frozen north. Can you hear Well, us? more north than us. Hola, Katarina. The whole globe's frozen. If Texas is frozen, everything's frozen. Hello, gents. Hello. Katarina. Katarina, we have a very special guest, Mr. Frank Percy. Hello, Mr. Frank Percy. I don't know about special, but I don't know about that, but just it's Frank Percy. Oh, Frank, don't worry. I already have something special for you on the podcast because I went up and pulled up Marvel's accounts on the stuff you did here. Punisher. Lord have mercy. Please let me know what I did. <laughs> I also I found some great stuff. Like, <clears throat> obviously, okay. Punisher War Journal. Yes. Iron Man. Uh, Wolverine. Uh, no, see, that's inaccurate. I, I don't think I've ever done an Iron Man. Yeah, it says Iron Man on here. I saw yeah. that and I was I don't recall, Iron Man but then that was a long time ago. Yeah, it says Iron Man Annual 76 through 94. Ooh. So Somebody owes the one. check. <laughs> that's the one they said. <laughs> but the one cool one I found, obviously Punisher War Journal. I got uh, a good pick for the uh, of the the cover that you did, which was, what does that say? 74? Yeah. Oh, okay. Lynn Michaels and uh, uh, the Punisher back-to-back? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then that was the guy named Mel Ruby. He was the penciler. Yes. So I also found really great, just on a short dive here, you did the cover for Sleepwalker Volume One Twenty Two. Yeah. That was the that was the first actual paid uh gig that I got while I was working in the correction department at Marvel. Wow. It was given to me by the editor, Don Daly. Wow. Yeah. Nice guy. I liked him. He was fun. So I got a nice little intro for you here, and we're going to talk about you. But the one thing that really brought up to my attention, obviously there was, I believe it was a book uh, on Stan. And it was pretty much showing 
a more hum, human uh, humanist side to him, to okay. where uh, a lot of stuff was. Oh, Jesus, um, it wasn't very it wasn't in the best light. Close. Did you read that article, Cat? I put it in the chat. Uh, no. But I kind of, I kind of want to pull it up because there I'm was still all over again. Right? No, it was a whole bunch of stuff. I can't remember. It's like a, one of those things is you may not want to deep dive into any of your heroes if you want to still love. <laughs> yeah. Don't look too close. Never meet your heroes. Right. Never meet people you the, look up to. I'm sure. Behind the curtain. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Lewis Hamilton's very nice. He hangs out with Will Smith. He's probably really nice. Just to be safe. Yeah. You stay over there. I'll stay over here as a fan. And <laughs> I'll stay on this side of the barrier, and you stay there on the television. But the one one, one thing I've re- reason I point I bring that up is that they, they it is also said somebody who worked with Stan knew him very closely and read the book said it was pretty much in the middle to where if you could take the book and you know all the stuff that Stan did. But one thing that really keys into my mind is that how artists like you like you know people so quintessential to building Marvel like it is oh don't even you are. And a lot of people are Punisher fans, especially going back to when Punisher hit Netflix. They go to comics like yours for, man, what if they pull something from this? And what if they pull something from this? To where each individual person in the past really who crafted Marvel never really got a lot of financial uh, due after that. Like uh, Jack Kirby ended up working until the day he died. You know, Stan wasn't very wealthy, and, and he was pretty much the cameos that he did was a very big financial part of, you know, his latter portion in life. And and that was a big thank you to Kevin Smith. Exactly. And it was just like a whole bunch that of that kind of stuff that I I was reading about that you don't really hear in, you know, uh, any kind of main stories when they talk about Marvel, you know? I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it was well known that Stan came out and said that he took credit for some of Jack Kirby's stuff and Steve Ditko. He didn't really play them up like that, but that was really the whole industry. They didn't really give that, that credit at that time to the artist. Right. right. Um, well, look, um, you can look up my name, and they will say who. So it's not, I'm not a, nowhere near. You're included. in the Marvel database. You're in the Marvel well, database, but that first, I will say this. The look, first time I Googled your name on this uh, deep dive here of information, I, it went to Frank Percy Jackson. Yeah, that, that happened to me. <laughs> I was like, no, no. I put Frank Percy Marvel. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not the guy. There's a, okay, well, to that, um, that's, I don't know, um, that's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> overall, um, it's like in the music. Figure the music industry, like uh, what happened to a lot of different musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to Simon and Schuster? That's what it is. Uh, no, unfortunately, um, no. Uh, the only thing is, was a story of. Oh my God! There was a, there was a, a guy that I know, who knew that uh, the Punisher. Netflix was kind of based on one of the the books I did, and I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> but overall, you know, it's sad what they did to it. I mean, when yeah. 
back in the day, they were asking for a hundred plus a page back in the way back before me. Right. I mean, I started off at 65. Uh, Another guy that I apprenticed for, he started off at 55 and, you know, he was a little miffed. Oh my God. That's a lot Um, of effort and just into one page. It's, it's um, anywhere from depending on who you're inking um, anywhere from uh, four to eight to 10 hours. Wow. You know, and it depends on what kind of like you throw in a lot of uh, zipatone technique and all this kind of stuff. You know, it goes back down. Did you get it done? Is it done? Yeah. You know, um, and that's sad. But, uh, you know, um, I've seen pages that took, you know, uh, you know, hours and uh, the detail that you did in black and white and somebody just in uh, production, the color and just ruin it. Mm-hmm. Ruin the whole Could thing. You add some color to Matt and Steven's little screen there, because all I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I don't know how to fix the green thing. <laughs> it's the camera. It's, it's the ca- cheap it's camera. Something about or... it. It's one of the. I use two different cameras now, and it and we're always green. I don't know why. Well, as long as you you're fine on the stream, that's what. Oh matters. yeah, we're fine on the stream. I'm looking at because... me right now. Like right now, Stephen has no eyes at all. None. It's just. <laughs> I was actually thinking that. I was like, it is my favorite thing to do. Watch myself on stream. That's why you have this big giant painting of yourself behind the computer that no one can see. Yes. No. Um, but <laughs> so that first little bit aside, Frank, have you gotten a chance to watch the, the show that's sweeping the world by oh. storm WandaVision? No, I don't. I don't have Disney Disney Plus. Oh I just gosh. got um, HBO Max, which I'm like loving to death. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh same. Oh, I've been I've been uh, watching back to back Shogun Assassin, uh, Lone Wolf with Cub. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a whole I'm bunch ahead. of stuff on there, too. I went yeah. back and started watching, like, some of the classics, like Batman Beyond, Batman the Animated Series. I went through those. Um, I have a bunch on my list, but I'm still um, committed to my Stargate rewatch right now. So I'm, I'm away. You're good. I'm in, Atl- I'm in Atlantis right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with <clears throat> WandaVision, I will say this. Especially with the last episode, they no spoilers, no spoilers, but they they have Spoiler. gone away from the the sitcomy TV action from the episodes up till now with the last episode. Yeah, they gotta they gotta they gotta put up something for people to keep watching. I mean, a big. I mean, character. I would have kept watching the sitcoms because <laughs> I was enjoying that. Well, yeah, but the 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 character they introduced was quintessential to who, uh, you know. Mm should be involved with the Scarlet Witch going on in Marvel because it she's very big with the with her whole storyline. So, I mean, obviously just from that statement you probably already know who I'm talking about, yeah. Frank. Yeah. But it's everything that they tie in, how they do it and how which influences and stuff that they pull from the comics and how they make it look completely new and original 
And with WandaVision, I think artistically, this was a bigger... It's a different way to do things. Yeah. And it was a bigger chance because you have more along the lines of there was artistically, there was stuff like going from black and white to the technicolor and then changing the aspect ratio, even within that episode, to the classic theatrical aspect ratio to differentiate between the viewing content. So it's all these different multiple layers that's involved with these TV shows and how it's still being original but paying homage to the characters in the same fashion. It's just nice because you can tell how much care went into it and how the people that are doing it are invested in doing a good job. And it translates really beautifully. Yeah. The story, everything is really woven in beautifully. Um, I do have to say, Easter eggs used to be hard to find. Like a little, little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And now it's just, you know, like, you know, those memes where it says where a girl changes her status to single and it's all those hot dogs flying at her face. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like to Easter yeah. eggs are right now. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you broke I'm not fire. mad at it, but at the same time, it's like, can d- d- it doesn't have to be like, don't like smack me in the face with 20 of them. Like, give me a couple here. Well, after WandaVision, and this, is and the, there. this is Oh, that cool. was too good. That was I'm sorry. too good. Uh, she fits right in with the podcast. I'm oh, telling you. man. <laughs> I don't know. Matthew and I think we're going to come to blows today. <laughs> over that's gonna be really hard because you're in different states i know i mean not like right next april to april 19th states. to april 23rd i will be passing by your area twice <laughs> i'll get two punches in the face ding dong like, right handed on the way down left handed <laughs> on the way back yeah, there you go. <laughs> but officer i was just changing lanes <laughs> i don't i don't remember her name but she was a comedian and she used to do a bit about being married and her husband um whenever he would mess up or like whenever something happens, she goes, and that's why I killed him, your honor. And that's, Oh, I know who you mean. Um, I was hoping it's a very distinctive um, voice, but I just don't remember her name. I keep on I wanting to say Gilda Radner, but it's definitely no. not. Her. No, not her, but, but she's got big that brother's kind a, of voice. Yeah. Big brother's a big fan of comedy. So I think, I, you know I, who I I'm talking band, about, right? Not really good with names of people that are below Chappelle. Yeah. She was like, 80s, 90s, late 80s, early 90s, or even okay. to mid 90s. Elaine Boozler. Maybe. That is. That sounds, that sounds familiar. That that's, that sounds right. Yeah. All right. That name is very familiar. Could be it. But she had a very distinctive voice. Yeah. So Don't we all. I know one thing that Frank's going to be watching is that Snyder cut. Even though Mark loves to just absolutely trash Zack Snyder. No, I'm not about that one, dude. I'm so sold on that one. Even though I I saw the trailer for Zack Snyder's trailer, you know, on online, and it's you know, it's got some it's got some things, but you know, I just hope it just corrects the problems I had with Joss Whedon's version because you know politics and bullshit behind the scenes aside, I don't think he did that film any kind of justice. That Rita Rudner. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Rita Rudner to bring it back. But I think that Snyder has his own different kind of view. I like 300. I mean, but looking at the the trailer for Army of the Dead with uh, Batista, it really looks like a dumb plot. 
you're in a zombie apocalypse, and your big idea is to go steal banknotes, money from a, a, a casino when all of human civilization has toppled, what the fuck are you using that money for? This is the premise of your fucking movie? I get Batista's not, you know, like Br- uh, Brett Weinstein, but what the fuck? You know, it goes back to the old Buddha parable, diamonds are dung. What's really more valuable? I get that, but this is your movie? Oh, we're going we're gonna to do a heist movie in a zombie apocalypse. We all know that in a, in a fucking apocalypse, the currency is bottle caps. <laughs> Fallout has taught us nothing else that that is that's currency. I'd probably go back to gold, but all right, you, know. you may have something there. You may have. I mean, gold there. will always be worth something. Yeah, always. Yeah. Let's all think about gold for several minutes. For a second, you know, <laughs> just for a second. Beautiful, it's a nice thought, isn't it? What was it that Joe Rogan was saying with the gold, the, gold, uh, the basketball of gold? Yeah, how much would a basketball made of solid gold weigh? And his theory was that, the answer to that? A, a basketball size uh, weighted gold piece would last a person their entire life. You wouldn't need anything else if you just had well, just that handed means out it's that. Like, I mean, like solid, not like. Not I like a Cadbury, not like, like the Easter basketball. bunnies to where it's hollow on the inside. No, this is like solid. I bet you Scrooge McDuck knows. Hey, Alexa, how much would a basketball filled with solid gold weigh? Was she listening? Mm-hmm. Here's something I found on the web. <laughs> She's listening. It is formed of solid 18 karat gold, and even though it is hollow inside, it weighs 6,175 grams. 6,000? Oh, wow. 6,175 6, grams? Is that All right, that's enough, inside. Alexa. So that was the hollow inside one. Which is like 6,000 grand. Wow. So like you figure it would be like five times that. I'm, yeah. I'm not a math mathematician, but I imagine that that's a simple kind Sounds of like right. geometry equation that you could find the mass in the center with the weight of the outside core, depending on if you know the, uh, you could, thin, but, the thickness of it. But I'm a I do not. So. And I'm a mechanic, and I don't go by psychologist, that. Mechanic, I'm a defer a to, a, once an again, artist, so McDuck would know. Not a mathematician McDuck probably us. has one. I mean, we still don't know what he does for a living, though. Does, he swims who? in his gold. Okay. Scro- who? Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, what does he do? Scrooge McDuck. He's investing. He's, he's investing. That's what he does. He does Great. forex. He's trading. a hedge fund guy. <laughs> and then all that money from forex, he just puts in a money bin. That's everyone's goal, isn't it? He if started cartoons Bitcoin. taught me anything, I can't <laughs> wait to dive headfirst into it. I don't know. Peter that Griffin, might not be the best idea. Peter Griffin proved that that's probably not a good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not fluid like water, so that probably won't work out. You may want to cha- uh, change the plans. Okay, the, the plans are going to be different. It'll have to stay in a bank. There you go. There you go. That was my favorite thing from Richie, <laughs> Richie Rich with uh, Macaulay Culkin and yeah. uh, the dad. He was just the guy was like he breaks into their vault behind their route, family Mount Rushmore. And he's like, where's the gold bars? Where's the money? He's in like, a bank in banks. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just so pissed off. I love that movie. And you have the sequel, Casper, the friendly ghost. Poor Richie didn't make it. Well, you know, insur- <laughs> life insurance claims and all, they're going to pay off somehow. 
that was a real missed opportunity casting that other kid when they could have just cast Macaulay Culkin or one of his little brothers. And then that would have been exactly right. Richie Rich to Casper. You know what I found really amazing is that uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she's yes. the younger sister to the Olsen twins. Yes. And she doesn't look like she's from a third world country. What and happened to, to the first? Slovenia? It's called anorexia and bulimia. You know, those wonderful. those girls, the, the twins, never stood a chance. No. The reason the younger sister is the way that she is is that she didn't have to grow up in all that. She was, at, girls, yeah, she was outside the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. Those girls, I mean, I remember they had a countdown. Like there was a website countdown to her turning 18. It was, <laughs> it was, it was I remember disgusting. that. Oh my God. It was yeah. disgusting. I mean, really, These poor people. girls never had a chance. And it happens all <laughs> it happens to all of them too. Like, I'm uh, honestly surprised that they're not Emma much Watson, worse off than and they Brittany are. Like is just allowed to start making decisions for herself now at 40. Nine or whatever. She's the still she not. Is. She's still trying to free herself. Oh, she didn't actually win. She I didn't win. She won what? No, she. What she won was um, one step against her father not being able to pursue it. But she still wants somebody else to manage her money, just not her father. She wants the conservator that was appointed while they were fighting with her father about who should be in charge of it to continue right. to be in charge of it. So she's so, still that's, no, that's, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm still not in control of my own money. I just don't want <laughs> him in tro- in control of my money. But that's basically <laughs> what it is. That's basically what it is. She okay. she still doesn't want to be in charge of it. She just doesn't want him to be in charge of it because she thinks that he's up to stuff with it. I Can guess. I have a new adult, please? He's too controlling. <laughs> yeah. She well, I think the other guardian. thing, too, is like if you have a conservator and she's like, I need twelve thousand dollars for whatever, they're more likely to sign off on it than like your dad, who's going to be like, no. What do you want it for? Yeah. yeah what do you want it for? You're buying drugs again. Did you do your chores? <laughs> Remember when you shaved your head? He never lets her wear or live that down. Oh, my God. Yeah, Remember no. that? He has yeah. photos posted behind him whenever they zoom. Yeah. Of her shaving her head. Every time she calls her dad, yeah, there's just I'm a picture charge. of her. With the shaved Gross. head and the baby on the lap in the car. <laughs> That's not a good look. But it was like yeah. everywhere. And they, like, I'm good not time. at all surprised that the twins refused to be part of Full House or like. A fuller or, House, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I tell you what, that, like nothing. That's exactly why I wasn't a child star. Yeah, that's the only reason. It's the only thing. Mine was lack of talent, but I'm glad that you were smart enough at that age to avoid the whole thing. Yeah, you know. Anyway, Chris you is know. here. <laughs> so we could probably start and the show. And it's time to start the show. <laughs> Look at that cheesy smile. <laughs> oh, my house sold in a half a day. <gasps> it sold? Yeah. Yeah, we we, we, we had two showings, and, and it was already sold. Offered so nice. Look at now, no wonder you're cheesing that hard. Congratulations! Yeah, like all that, all that work. Oh, just wait till the work. walkthrough of the new Projanger awesome. Mansion. So, you've moved, you're moving across the street from Matt and Steven now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna take he the bought spot the termite infested corner house. Yeah, no, <laughs> he loves a good project. I wouldn't buy that for 80 pesos. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> So we I don't know enough well. about pesos to know if that's an insult or not, but I'm going to assume it's a yes. yes. Al Bundy's paycheck on one of the episodes with Married to Children. The memory you have for stuff like that. Is- <laughs> that's why he is the su- that super That is computer. like elite. But that's also why we want him to go ahead and click right here and hit the subscribe button. 
like and comment below. Above my head, you're going to find every Triforce pl- uh, podcast and a playlist. And above our cardboard Kelly's head, well, that's going to be the very best purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. And as our main man Connor always says, one punch! One punch! <laughs>